Mike, turn your games down. Welcome to another TV episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Coberton, and who's part of a season eight of a sh- of a series with me tonight, or whatever season this feels like it should be. Hey, is your favorite minor character term major Carrie Carusetta on Twitch and YouTube? K e r o o s e t a. This is Barry from Nintendo Views and Premium Edition Games, where you could find us on me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire, and you could find Nintendo Views at Nintendo Views and Premium Edition Games at PremiumEditionGames.com or on Twitter at Premium Edition One. And welcome, you're joining us for your first Star Wars episode on here. Yes, we're we're talking about Ahsoka season one, which came out in 2023. Yep. A couple months ago, recording this in November of 2023. So I yep. just finished watching it twice a couple days yes. ago. And because I needed to, because I didn't remember a whole lot. Oh, wow. I always try to watch everything twice that we cover in the show in general, just so I get that extra viewing before we cover something. So with this show, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a season one or this was just going to be a mini series upon itself. That's I mean, it proved to me that it's, it's not a mini series upon itself. There's going to be another season. There better they, be. I will be very they upset. Hope they, they, they definitely plan on that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> there better be another season. Or I will be very upset. But the thing about Ahsoka is really, I I feel like it's a show where you have to have covered or watched other shows to really appreciate it. Big time. That's the, I think that's been the biggest complaint about it from critics is that it expects you to have watched some cartoons that I think most people haven't watched. Yeah, you have, I don't, I don't know if you need to have watched all of Clone Wars or Rebels or just Rebels, but or if you can still enjoy this without having all that background. I mean, I think you can definitely enjoy it without that, but it it is it is uh I w- I would say it's definitely a negative thing about it is that it to fully appreciate it you need that and it it just kind of assumes you've seen this stuff and it doesn't do a lot to fill you in. It fills you in a little bit, but I I could definitely imagine if I had not seen any of that stuff that I would be not completely lost because I can kind of figure my way around at these things for the most part. But I would definitely be like, well, that they need to explain that better. They need to explain this better for sure. And I've heard a lot of people, you know, because I think a lot of people that watch Mandalorian are not hardcore Star Wars fans. They're people who've seen the movies, maybe not even all the movies, but they got into Mandalorian big time, you know, and this is not a show. I don't I don't think anybody's going to be into this who isn't really into Star Wars. Probably. So, yeah, have both of you seen all the rebels in Clone Wars? I have. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I've seen, uh, let's see, I've seen all but the last couple of seasons of Clone Wars, and I didn't watch it like religiously. I kind of watched it with my son when he was like little and it was on and then it went off the air and I haven't watched it since it came back. So I missed that last like two seasons, I think. Oh, man. The Disney, the the Dis- I missed the Disney Plus season. You missed the best season. Yeah. And then I uh, I watched, I, wa- I tried to watch all of Rebels. Well, I did like a viewing guide where you're just watching the essential episodes of rebels uh ahead of watching this and i didn't finish it in time so i got like um i got through the first i think three seasons of rebels i think oh, there's missed... there's are there five seasons or four there's four, four seasons. there's four okay you no, the I, best got, one. I got through the first two seasons of rebels and into the third season i think on my viewing guide so i watched like maybe 15 episodes of rebels Man. so yeah no i so i didn't go into this having but i knew the gist from rebels like i knew the ending of rebels a long time ago so i knew that and that's I think that's all you have to know. I obviously you're going to get a lot of fun stuff if you know more. But I feel like if you just watched the like 
last episode of Rebels, you would have the gist. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I watched I watched a little bit of Clone Wars when it originally came out, but I didn't like I saw the movie in theaters, but then I, I didn't follow it religiously. And then when they started releasing them on DVD, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch them. So I watched the first two seasons and then I fell off of doing that. When Rebels came out, I watched it religiously as it came out. I watched it online. I think a Disney XD or whatever website had them. So I watched all four seasons as they came out. I was hooked. So years later, I was said to my wife, I said, you know, I never got to see Clone Wars in its entirety. I'd like to watch it in the viewing order because like, they went out chronologically. They went out of order. Uh-huh. I said, that's something you'd like to take with me. It's a big journey. And she's like, sure. So we watched the entire Clone Wars. And right as after we finished it, she was so hooked. She's like, what's Rebels? I said, well, Rebels comes afterwards. And it's the same team. She's like, all right, let's do it. And I rewatched all of Rebels with her. And she was like crying by the end of it. She was so emotional. So Ahsoka was a special series for both me and my wife because she was so looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I, I love both of those shows. I think a lot of the people who say, well, I'm not going to watch cartoons are honestly missing out. And it's sad mm-hmm. that you can't watch something that's not live action because you think it's a cartoon, therefore it's lesser. And there are plenty of adult and Clone Wars is a very adult. It's not a kid's show. I'm sorry. There's a lot of murder. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of destruction. <laughs> oh my God, There's yes. editing I, in Clone Wars. What I, what I say about Clone Wars is you're right. It's dark. It has these dark things that is murder, but it also is really silly sometimes. So I could see people being pulled, you know, turned off by it. I like it. Um, Rebels for me at first really t- turned me off. I tried to watch it when it came out. And I was just like the 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 animation, the art style. It reminds me of the um, Star Wars play school toys <laughs> is what it looks like. Or it really reminds me of Disney Infinity. It has yeah. that look to it. And the first episode, it looks like it seems like it was made for a five year old. And first it really bad. The, and that first episode put me off of it for years. I came back to it for this. And once you get past that first episode, it's really good. Rebels really? is really good. And if Rebels often feels like it's made for. I would say for young adults, at least. Whereas Clone Wars also does. Clone Wars, especially after the first season, really feels like it's more for young adults than for little kids. Like there were episodes of Clone Wars we had to skip when my son was like five watching it because it's like, this is too scary. None of it. None of it strikes me as for adults the way that like a lot of anime does or like the cap, you know, the Netflix Castlevania or something like that. That's like a. You know, I so saw I yeah, could see that's... I could see why some people are like, well, no, I don't want to watch it. It's not so much an animated show as like a kid's show. Like, that's why I haven't watched the Star Wars. Um, what is the other one? The white, really little kid one. They Resistance. Have? Resistance. Is that what it's <laughs> yeah, called? I didn't see that one. I didn't watch that. Yeah, either. I haven't seen it either, but it looks like it's made for for eight year olds. And I'm like, I just I'm glad that exists because that's what Star Wars was made for. So it should exist. You know, yeah. but it's, it's funny you me. mentioned how Clone Wars is silly, but has things adults because Star Wars was silly. I mean, that's yeah. Star Wars <laughs> is silly. It's like right from the get go. It's it's got serious moments, but it's also got humor. It's got so it, like there's a lot of playfulness to it. And I I really get turned off when I see people just like I'm manly man. Oh, I don't <laughs> watch that because it's for kids. Oh, how many people have you had sex with? Like, what are you back in <laughs> high school? Like, come on, you're like 45. You should be acting like an adult. If you can't watch something and enjoy something because it has silly elements, then I honestly feel sorry for you. Your life must truly suck because <laughs> comedy is silly. How many people go to comedy clubs or stand-up comedies or watch rom-coms or or just 
comedy shows. There's a huge market for it because people inherently like to laugh. No, and you're, if, you're, you're preaching to the choir, but I would no, say I'm there's a difference between for, like for listening. <laughs> there's a difference between like the humor in like the original Star Wars trilogy, for instance, or like the humor in Clone War and I mean, Attack of the Clones where, you know, uh, C-3PO's on the assembly line. You know, that, or he's like, you know, that, you know, or, you know, in Phantom Menace, when, when, uh, Jar Jar Binks is stepping in the poopy and stuff, there's like, (laughs) there's funny and there's silly, like, but again, it's made for, it's supposed to be a family movie. It's supposed to be a movie that adults can take their kids to and have fun. And so that's fine. You should be able to enjoy it either way, I think. So, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And like I said, I, I watched Clone Wars and I enjoyed it and I watched Rebels and I enjoyed what I watched of it. I wish I had had time i just didn't feel like i had the time to finish it by the time you well you should you go back it. and still watch it oh yeah i definitely sure. will i definitely did you, will did you ever see the episode with obi-wan kenobi and darth maul no i watched i've watched the i've watched the scene a bunch of times <sighs> okay every, everybody everybody posts that scene to like that's such a good social scene. media yes. yeah yeah where it's like it's like oh you see he's using you know in clone wars he fought like this but in the original star wars trilogy he fought like this and he's He's gotten more mature now, and that's why he's able to beat Darth Maul. And yeah, I've seen it's that's, it's really good. yeah. So good. Uh, one one thing that also helped me with with Ahsoka is that I you know I've I've known who Grand Admiral Thrawn was since I was like twelve. Yeah. So yeah. you know I'm forty years old. I've known Grand Admiral Thrawn for like thirty years. So that was not a like when he showed up. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Grand Admiral Thrawn, obviously. Like, well, he was I don't, in Rebels. Be, I don't need to be told who he. Is. Well, yeah, I know he's in Rebels, but I'm saying if I I didn't get to him in Rebels, but if I had. It would, even though I didn't, it was fine because I knew who he was. Yeah, well, that's because I've been because I've been knowing Grand Admiral Thrawn forever. The um, early Empire. You yeah. you definitely definitely should watch that, and even even Clone Wars, especially like Clone Wars season, the last season, season seven, the last four episodes. You know, we talked about like mixing things together. Mm-hmm. The last four episodes take place at the same time as Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And no, and I, they, and I, and I, I should spe- clarify, I've seen bits and pieces of that. Like I've seen Ahsoka's trial and um, no, no, I've that's seen, not part of that. Ahsoka's trial is, well, is earlier. That's earlier. Well, I, know, yeah. I know, but I'm saying I've seen that. I've seen her fighting her like fight with Asajj Ventress that they, where they did the motion cap with the actual act with actual like stunt people and stuff. I've seen some of that. I've seen some of that stuff from the end of Clone Wars. But yeah, you, you really like watch Revenge of the Sith with those last four episodes and it's, it's honestly, it's like poetry. It, it works so well. It I bookends it. So I've been, I've been in a big Star Wars mood as this podcast can has proven their history because I, I have evidence. But I, because when Ahsoka came out, I got even more into Star Wars. I watched all the Rebels. I watched up to season five of Clone Wars, where I just kind of fell off. Like I just got hugely into it because of Ahsoka. And it, I don't know what it was really after I watched that first step, the first two episodes. I mean, the show is fine. Like I, I mean, the first two episodes are fine, but. Something about it just like brought me back completely more, even more than I already was. And I think that's impressive. Like, what it that's did. good. And I, I have to say this because, like, you were you made the comment about how, like, you know, people freaking love the voice actors of Ahsoka. I can say that for a fact. I waited for three hours in line today at a convention to meet her to get her to sign my Funko Pop. I only waited that long for Robert England. I, Freddy Krueger, I met a lot of different people, never waited that long, but her I had to wait three hours. So that's, she got a fan base. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. My legs didn't agree, but yes. <laughs> but at least the line was moving. It wasn't like in Boston where I literally stood in the exact same spot for three hours. This I actually moved around, so it was better. But no, she's got a family. She's also really nice too, by the way, the voice actor. So, oh yeah, 
So I, I can't say that for a fact. Really nice woman. She's also kind of short too, which she probably wouldn't have worked had she did live action in this. So I kind of get it. Were do you, so were they like all there? Was it like all Star Wars people, or were there like some Shira people and some? It was mostly Star Wars. Almost all Ahsoka stuff. No, no, Sophia the first. No, I, I think she might have had it on her poster behind her, but no, everybody in line pretty much had something to Soka, Clone Wars. They also, the voice actor for Anakin was there, and the voice actor Obi-Wan was supposed to be there, but had to cancel. Oh. So it was a lot of Star Wars stuff. That's that's really cool. And one last thing I, I do want to say about that is, when she, right in front of me, she or I was like one couple people behind, she was signing a poster for a guy, and she messed up, and he already had gotten it signed by Matt Lanter, the guy that plays Anakin. So she had to, she took it away signed a new one, brought it to him to have him re-sign it, and he made some kind of comments like, oh, we all can't be perfect or something like that to her. <laughs> it was just funny. I'm like, this feels like you guys are playing your characters almost. That's here. funny. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. I mean, well, you it's worked really together nice, for you know, all those years, so I get it. Yeah. But it was it was pretty damn funny that he made that comment to her. I'm just like, ah. But yeah, no, that was hell of an experience today. It, it was kind of funny that it happened on the same day we are doing this recording, which was not planned, by the way, in advance by me, actually. <laughs> it just kind of happened. But no, I mean, it's what, okay, con- like, what convention were you at? Uh, Twin Cities Con in Minnesota. Oh, cool, cool, cool. It's actually, like, yeah. we've had it for three years now in Minnesota. We we kept losing all our conventions. We had Wizard World, that left. We had Fan Fusion, that went two years and left. We had Galaxy Con, that went, like, a year and left. And now this has been here for three years so far. So I'm hoping, it, and it was huge this year, so I'm hoping it keeps coming. That's really cool. Because we need a convention up here. There's enough people. So that was, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and that just more fueled me into liking Ahsoka and more into Star Wars. But I mean, this show, like, so I wasn't sure what what to think. Like, so as I was saying, like how the show, the show just really grabbed me. But and, and again, it just fueled more of my Star Wars fandom that I'm getting into. Like with this show, I mean, the way it kind of starts off. I mean, I so I've always been a big fan of Sabine. I remember seeing this and I feel like it. I guess it does give us enough like with Star Wars. I mean, yes, you're dropped in the middle of something, but there's enough as long as you know some stuff. Yeah, I think I think so. Like, you know, you get enough context, right? She's they're having this parade or rally or whatever yeah. party. I don't know, whatever it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's kind of a parade. It's kind of a, like a standstill parade. I don't know what you call it. Rally in her honor to commemorate the time that she helped save the planet, right? Or the society or the city. We're told that much. And we see the mural that is, you know, straight out of, of Rebels. And even if you hadn't seen Rebels... You can probably infer, okay, so these are the people from this other show I haven't seen. Because you at least know that Rebels is a thing if you're watching this, I'm sure. Even if you haven't watched it. Yeah, and you are most likely have seen Mandalorian Season 1 and 2 and all that. And you have enough, or 1, 2, and 3, and have enough of, like, what's going on to understand where you're at with this. Most yeah, likely. though, I, I wish they would, though. I wish Star Wars would, like, give some dates on their stuff sometimes. Because you kind of nice. you kind of have to go online and Google a little bit to find out when things are happening in context with what. Sometimes you know, I like which, I like with Star Trek, you got the star dates. <laughs> like, All right, so star date, boom, there we go. Which is what I do, by the way. I went and Googled when this takes place because the first time we see Ahsoka and we see Rosario Dawson play Ahsoka in live action is Mandalorian season two, and then we come back here, which just takes place like a year after because this takes place during season three, so maybe not even a year. It doesn't say I. I was looking up a little bit, but now I can't remember what I what it said on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's going after that uh, Elspeth. Is that what her name is? Something Morgan else. Elspeth. Morgan Elspeth, right? Morgan Elspeth is on that like planet, acting as she's basically kind of like living as like a warlord with some old. I really tr- want to go back to that 
to see if they mention anything about her being a witch or anything that like will stand out to me. Yeah. I don't remember them doing that. I mean, I don't remember anything, but when she turned out to be a death and Mary witch, I was like, Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. But uh, I don't remember them. I, I feel like, I don't know. They may have mentioned it. I don't think so though. I wonder if they intended that when they, when they introduced her there. I'm assuming, cause they mentioned Thrawn right away and how she's trying to rescue Thrawn and, yeah, but I mean, I wonder if they Except if I don't think she was actually trying to rescue Thrawn anymore. So I don't yeah, think that well, was a I, real motive. I also I wonder, like, I mean, when like in Rebels, they don't mention the death of Mary having anything to do with Thrawn, right? No, but they're also all dead at that point already. Right. Because they're all killed during Clone Wars. Yeah. And in Rebels, there's an episode where they go to Dathomir, but. So are they are they all dead by yeah. that point? Presum- to- at least they're presumed dead. You know, like because so, uh, fallen Jedi fallen order. Yeah, I was know, gonna there's... say Jedi fallen order. You go to Dathomir, right? And but there's people there when you go to. But it's like they're like zombies. But fallen order comes before this, so yeah, it does. Fallen order is like well, like <laughs> ten years before this. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I like that part of that. That's like the I said it was like the only part of like fallen order that was like difficult was the Dath Dathomir. Dathomir was kind of like a difficult part of the game for me, especially escaping. Yeah, getting out. Yeah, exactly. So it's just cool to see them bring them back because I, yeah. I never knew who the witches were until Clone Wars and Rebels. That was my first experience. Anything with Dathomir? Like I remember being so cool when I saw it in Clone Wars, and then when I saw it in Jedi Fallen Order. What yeah, is the from, original? Like, what was the first thing of that? Of the so I don't, I don't know for sure. The first thing I remember for it was a book from when I was like from the '90s called uh, "The Courtship of Princess Leia," where. Uh, Han Solo and Leia and Luke all kind of separately end up. Well, Luke, I mean, Luke ends up sep- on Dathomir completely separate from Han Solo and Leia. And they have like their own separate adventures on Dathomir. And there's like a like a civil war or something going on between like the Dathomiri witches and regular Dathomiri that aren't evil. But they're they're also witches. So I don't I, there's like the Night Sisters or whatever. Is that, that's what they're called, right? The Night Sisters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the Night Sisters, and then there's just like regular Dathomiri witches who use the Force but aren't evil. Maybe they're um, just wicked, loving, God bless. Yeah, God. that's well, that's how they <laughs> that's how they're here. portrayed. They're portrayed as like as kind of just like uh, pagan Force users. But I remember liking that book a lot. It was, I, I mean, I don't know how it holds up. I've I've gone back and re-examined some of those Star Wars books I loved as a kid, and I was like, ooh, this writing's a little dodgy. Some of it, but some of it's still really good. Some of it holds up actually. Like the heir to the empire, I think holds up. For instance, and I I haven't reexamined uh, courtship of Princess Leia though. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. hold my breath on some of those books. So. I would say that Jedi man, a Jedi Academy trilogy. I thought that was high art when I was twelve. Man, <laughs> that is that is garbage. I'm sorry, Kevin J. Anderson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've read some of K- Kevin J. Anderson's newer stuff. He is a bad writer. I'm sorry. He's just bad. <laughs> Like, I love the Jedi Academy trilogy when I was 12, though, man. That was my, the very first book I ever, very first Star Wars book I ever read, other than, like, a uh, in, a uh, Ewok adventure, like, picture book I had as a kid. My first, Star, <laughs> my first Star Wars novel was Jedi Search, that first Jedi Academy trilogy book. They set up, they set up Admiral Dela. And, so you've just been reading too much really good science fiction, civilization yeah. type science fiction by Peter Bingham Pancras. So that's why you see you just couldn't into the show. Peter Bingham <laughs> Gotta give a plug. I'm reading his third novel, Beneath the Vanished World. It's really good, really good. 
so I Rosario Dawson Rosario I don't know why I can Rosario Dawson Rosario Dawson I she grew on me as especially as this as the season went on like I came to I didn't like her at first because I'm I really like Ashley Eckstein but I get why they casted somebody else like I get it she's a voice actress I mean I know she's done some acting but she's also kind of short so it might have not worked for Ahsoka but <laughs> it I can say I met her so I can say that now but like. I I thought Rosario Rosario Dawson did a really good job in this show for the most part. Like once she gets it, like as the, as the show progresses, and I I appreciate it. I'll agree that she grew on me. At first, I I definitely did not care for her in the Mandalorian as Ahsoka very much. I don't think that she's the best action actor. If that makes sense, like yeah, with, like her 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 stunt fighting is not best. Compared to well, especially when she's you know the thing is is the actress that plays Morgan Elspeth is a professional stunt woman and a like lifelong martial artist. Her godfather was Bruce Lee. Yeah, her godfather's freaking Bruce Lee. And so <laughs> Rosario Dawson just it looks like an actor trying to do stunt work with an actual stunt person, and it just doesn't fit. But that's not really her fault. That's not what she. That's not what she's hired for. That's not her job. And yeah, I think she grew on me. Like I said, I had a crush on her since I guess Clerks Two. Right. I guess that's, yeah, that's like 2008. So yeah, Clerks 2. I mean, I'm not going to be, be gross. Like I had a crush on her since Alexander. So <laughs> that's, uh, that is, uh, definitely recommend, uh, checking that performance out. But, um, anyway, I think she's really good in Clerks 2 and I like her. She's great in Rent. And then I'm trying to think of anything else I've seen her in besides that and this. She's in Sin City, but if you've never well, seen that, keep it. Oh, that that's way. right. She's in Sin City. Yeah. Uh, Sin City's not bad. Uh, don't listen to my know. review then. I'll tell you what, the I haven't seen, worse. I'll say, I haven't seen, yeah, I've heard the sequel's bad. I haven't seen Sin City since I was like 22 years old oh, and the okay. prime Keep it that way. Sin City. So yeah, it's probably best left in the past with like you know, 300. Um, Don't go back. I we yeah. watched it a few years ago on this podcast and I fucking hated it. So yeah, I know. I recall. I was trying <laughs> to think of what, oh, she, well, she's in Clerks 3 briefly, but spoilers, but yeah, she's there. Never seen Clerks 2 or 3. Oh. <sighs> I, yeah, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, but I'm not like a blind Kevin Smith fan. I can recognize when he makes a turd. I love Clerks, <laughs> I love Clerks too. I think it's one of his better movies. Uh, Clerks 3, I really enjoyed. It's one of those where I'm like, man, I love this. It's not very good, but I love it. I thought it was great. So, we saw yeah, it in theaters like, and we all cried our eyes out. I exactly. I, I cried like a baby during Clerks 3. <laughs> I was like, this is a really well-written movie. I think maybe there could be a better direct he can maybe hire a cinematographer but that's okay i like i, I liked it i definitely liked it i watched it twice so Kevin's definitely movies are more for the characters than the cinematography <laughs> yes that's true but it felt like he went backward a little bit but still it was good it was good it was a good movie one thing that upset movie. me with ahsoka but this is a me problem yeah. not the show's problem is that i want to know where the fuck she was <laughs> during episode four five and six because like the end of rebels which i didn't realize this takes place mm-hmm. well after like it takes place years later that very last scene in rebels where you see where she's wearing the the white gandalf cloak it was after and... return of the jedi ah yes Yep. And then then it then it comes to this show, which it, you, you find out it's been years that she stopped training Sabine. And it isn't until like the when the last episode it might even be the last probably second last episode. You find out why she stopped training Sabine, because all Sabine's family was murdered when Mandalore gets destroyed, which I, I did like that little touch. Well, it's kind of weird where she was, because technically she was dead, but then she came back to life. So but I guess did she. I guess I want... you could say when she came back, she just didn't get involved. She kind of laid low and worked with Sabine during that time period. 
I just I, I just want something of that to be like, yeah, this is where this is where I, like something because I remember watching Rebels and she dies. I'm like, oh, OK, you put the character away because you have to. And then they bring the character back in, like in the, in the last season. And I'm like, uh, explain to me, please. So, but no, that's but, me, but but that's where she was. She was training Sabine. She she knew she couldn't go up against Vader, plus the emotional baggage. And that was the whole point of the episode where she, you know, talks with Vader because she was not strong enough and he never finished her training. And she had those yeah. doubts and she was scared because she saw what her master became and she was scared and that held her back because she didn't want to go down that road too. You know, you just helped me. Exp- okay. I feel better now. Thank you, Barry. You actually explained <laughs> it. I didn't even think about it that way, but thank you. I that was the whole point of the whole thing. You know, was, like, you know like he was trying to teach her like, you don't have to become me. You can do your own thing. Yeah. And I, like one thing that as I watched the show the second, the second time, like the more I realize and the more I don't really think Morgan Elsbeth is actually like, I don't think anybody's motives in this are what you think they are. Like Morgan Elsbeth, I don't think is after Thrawn. I think she's actually after the great mothers and to bring the Dathomir witches back to this galaxy. Yeah. I mean, I think she sees Thrawn as a means to that end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, no, I'm not sure. I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. And I, maybe rebels explains this, but how does anyone know where Ezra and Thrawn are? Because didn't Ezra? They have no take, idea. He took they Thrawn. They have no idea. Yeah. So why did? Well, they how did? But they do. They the they map. find them. The map. But, the map. but what is? She, why would the map tells them where the the homeworld of the the mothers is, where the Dathomir the Dathomir homeworld is. That's what it she's is. She's been it's communicating a, with the mothers. That's how. Oh, she and they knows. told her. Okay. Yeah. They, okay, there's one line about it where they she makes comment okay. about said you answered my calls. Through the Great Void or something like that. That's right. Okay, she's been communing with the Great Mothers. They told her, hey, this Thrawn guy is here, by the way. And yes. she's like, oh, great. Okay. And it's in Mandalorian where she, where Ahsoka finds out that they're looking for Thrawn. Right. Ahsoka's just trying to stop Thrawn, where Sabine's motive is to go rescue Ezra, which also right. makes a little bit of sense because Ezra's the only family member in any shape or form she has left because everybody else is dead except for Hera. Yeah. No, Zeb isn't dead. Oh. Thank you very much. Uh, why is he not in the show? But he yeah, should sure. be, but he's not dead. So yes. isn't he? The thing is, is he's listed as being in the show. He's in Mandalorian season three in one spot. Yeah, he's right. in one scene in Mandalorian season three, and he's on right. like the the painting. That's it. Okay, because he's listed as like a member of the show. I wonder if he was if he had a scene that got cut because he's was, listed as being in the series, like on on IMDb you, and stuff. You know the one scene where Hera shows up with with several X wings. Mm-hmm. I was praying Zeb was in one of them. Like that would be a perfect spot for him. Yeah, to be there and it would work canonically because he's you know he's an X wing pilot at this point. Right. Like put him there. I, like that would have been great. I wonder. I wonder if maybe their CGI budget was low and they're like, all right, we got to We can't. We can't render the 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 Zeb scenes. Maybe, but you know what? So I, I feel like that... he could have done a prosthetic, well, like he did he... with with Ahsoka. <laughs> I mean, they what they did in in Mandalorian season three looked amazing. Like it was perfect. And yeah, I think I think I, I hate when you say like, oh, the the CGI budget was low. This is Disney and this is Star Wars. Well, like, I know, but it's but, like we need like an extra two thousand dollars or five thousand dollars, whatever, to make this look good. <laughs> like, just do it. You print money. I agree. They should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But they're cheap. I'm look saying at Marvel, I don't, for example. I don't know how what their what their. Uh, what their confidence was in it. Go watch Ant-Man. That'll answer your question right there. The new Ant-Man <laughs> I, movie. I like Ant-Man. I think sorry. they spent a lot on it, but in Ant-Man, but I agree that it doesn't look great. It looks, it looks, well, I mean, it just looks like CGI. It doesn't look real. 
it's a problem. I also, as I was rewatching the show the second time, that's when it really like brought more information to me about Balin Skull or what? How you pronounce his name? Yeah, Balin Skull. Like yeah. he has he like I thought like he makes a current he makes a comment in the early part where like we're looking for power. And I'm like, okay, you're going to get power with the Empire. But it isn't until later on you realize there's nothing to fucking do with the Empire. No, He's drawn like, just a mean to an end for him. Yep. Like, he don't get Oh, it. yeah. he. I mean, he just wanted to get to that planet. And we saw, like, where he's on the his last scene, that mm-hmm. statue that he's on. That's, like, a callback to – That's is that from uh, – that's from Clone, Clone Wars. Wars and Rebels. That's from Clone Wars. Oh, it's, oh, it's in Rebels also. Okay, there's so, okay. yeah, there's a scene near the end in Rebels. And so it's like it's that like ancient like pre Jedi like order, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the father, uh, the 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 sister, the brother, and the father. Yeah, and the the balance of it all, and the sister's statue is destroyed because the sister killed, like saved her. She like lost her life. She saved Ahsoka, but but died in the process, and that's oh, why yeah. the owls are there because that, right. that's like I forget the owl's name now, but that's like her spirit like looking on yeah i'm really sad that we're not gonna i mean i wonder if they're gonna recast him or if they're just gonna like cut that thread they have to recast him i they have yeah, to recast i feel him. like they have to recast him because he is such a man but i that was sad that we lost that was he was he ray was stevenson. So, ray stevenson ray stevenson was so good in this mm-hmm. he was so I, good like everybody was talking about like force daddy like <laughs> he was, daddy. yeah he was he was just so good in this like i just I, wanted I wanted an entire series about him. Yeah, you're getting. I, I hate when they do recast too, but like in a case where like this, it's like you you can't you have no choice. Like yeah, because it's like thing. it's it's either you you recast him or you just like leave that plot thread un un. And that's, I don't and think you can. He's it seemed like it was it such a big part medium. of what. Like yeah, you do an animated version or something. An anime of it, yeah. I I think it's too big of an arc for what's going to be next the second season of the show. You don't have a choice. Oh no! You have to recast and just keep going because it, that's yeah, one of the loose ends. Yeah, I also think like the way that they show like Sabine in the beginning where she's running away. I think that also really connects well to her making the decision not to destroy the map to stop them from getting Thrawn because meeting Ezra is more important to her because that's her whole goal. Yep, I think they did a good job of that. Like you know, yes, you could say well she's not looking at the big picture, but no, she's looking at the picture that matters to her is saving Ezra. Not so. I mean, she. I think we stopped Thrawn once. We'll stop him again. He's got a lot less I mean, now than he did then. I mean, yeah. for anyone listening to this right now, raise your hand if you've never done something stupid for a selfish goal. <laughs> We've all done something that we knew was wrong or that was not the right choice, but it fit with our personal goal or what we were trying to achieve. We've all done it. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I I totally got that when she did that. I was like, no, that completely fits. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was going to think, by the way, Skull, you could totally do uh, Liam Cunningham from uh, Game of Thrones. I want Neve Shriver or whatever from. Yeah, Neve Shriver could be good for two. I think would, Liam Cunningham yeah. like, looks just like him almost. And he's got that same like kind of gruff, like fatherliness to him. He's the uh, Onion Knight in Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. What's the, I can't remember his name, but the yeah, character's Davos. name is. Yeah, Davos Seaworth. That's it. As soon as you I said it, I was like, oh, yes, the book. Davos Seaworth, the Onion Knight. Yeah. <laughs> With his, just, with his three with his four fingers, yeah. I really appreciated him in this because I like I don't really. I was trying to think if he's a Sith, but he's not a Sith. And no, no, he's not. They think he, not, like someone accuses him of. Uh, I think yeah. Ahsoka accuses him of it. And he's like, uh, like laughs at her. He even it's has like, an orange a, blade. He doesn't use a red. Yeah, one. okay, right. it's orange. Me. That was orange. Exactly, it's orange. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It is. I was. That's what I said. We were, I was watching with my son. I was like, look, his his blade is orange. You see that? He's like, yeah. 
I'm like, is, see, he's not completely dark side. He's is this a, something in between. Is his apprentice orange too, or is her red? Hers, I think. I thought hers was red. Oh, is it orange? Okay. I, I thought it was orange. It could be red. Yeah. She I does, mean, if. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I know a lot of theories were that she was going to, like, turn. Like, she was going to become a good person. She was going to turn to the light. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they kind of seemed to push her more towards the mm-hmm. Sith. I, but I could, I could see her coming around eventually. She almost, she yeah. makes me think a lot of um, Ben Kenobi. What is his name? Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of, like, someone who, who has the potential to come away from that. You mean Ben suit. Solo. Ben yeah, Ben Solo. I call him Ben Kenobi. Kenobi. Yeah, Ben Solo. Sorry. Hey, I've been drinking. <laughs> I just finished my beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ben Kenobi. There, J- you know, Jason Solo. Oh, I did laugh because <laughs> I had forgotten this when I watched Rebels the last time. When I first get introduced to Harris, so I'm like, oh, Jason. I'm like, well, we're never getting Jason Solo apparently. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm did like, they, well, you they, made sure that that arc that that idea from the books is crushed and gone. I'm like, thank you. I mean, they, just... they like I said, they did Jason Solo. They did his whole arc. Yeah, but. I'm assuming uh, Jason Solo in the books doesn't go ah, and whines as much. So I'm assuming. I don't know. I, I, I like Kylo Ren. Kylo <laughs> Ren's one of the uh, Adam Driver's one of the few things I'd say from those those sequels. <sighs> but but sequels. I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know but, what? Uh, the Mandalorian verse is making me is setting up the sequel so much better to make so much more sense. Like I'm assuming with Thrawn coming back, there'll be sense. a war, and that's why they decommissioned the military because they're like, we're not doing this again. Uh, I think this show in particular, yes, because that's I think we we did a has the Force Awakens episode dropped yet? At the time of hearing this, yes. Yes. Yeah, so we in reality, we, no. But at okay. the time of hearing this, yes. <laughs> I'll say when we recorded that, one of the things we talked about was that that's you know we liked Force Awakens. We were positive on it. Spoilers, but we um, one of the things that we didn't like was is like how the um, how the New Republic is just like non-existent almost basically, yes. and it's like. But this show that that particular like scene from like, I think it's like the sixth or seventh episode where Hera has to like go on trial, basically. She's like being court martialed almost. Or maybe that is. And then and then, you know, uh, C-3PO comes in and saves the day, which was great. I loved it. That that scene. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the first four episodes of this show are all the lead up to when they finally almost jump. To the right. other universe, other galaxy. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's I guess it's the fourth episode, but but yeah, it's um that that episode perfectly sets up. I'm like, okay, no, I I could see them being ten years from now. I could see them being exactly in the state of affairs at the beginning of yeah. Force Awakens. I mean, and well, you've the, you got this weaselly little senator who didn't fight <laughs> in the war, and you can see how twenty, thirty years after the Civil War, the government would be filled with these guys. But, but even I don't like that, I, I don't remember oh. what episode it is. The one where they go to the the supply plant or the the, yeah. the factory and the guys like for the empire and i was like myself oh, maybe yeah. you should you know shoot first and yell not yell and then charge <laughs> don't work out very well, well. Gotta i make mean sure what, you know. <laughs> what they said that was true though you can't just go from the empire go ahead. to a republic Sorry. you're gonna have to fill it with people who were yeah. previously loyal and they still are loyal and that's very... that's the problem and like that senator you could like in that scene the court scene me. you could tell he was loyal to the empire like you you could absolutely tell the, th- okay. the trial yeah, I figured it was late, but but you you could tell like that that senator was for sure you know for the empire. But my biggest thing, like talking about Force Awakens, and you know everyone gives this the prequels shit for having politics, and I'm sorry, I like the politics. I think it's needed because it's a very political story. 
with oh. Force Awakens, I hated that the New Republic was virtually non-existent and the planet was blown up. And and I know there was a whole storyline with the the one woman who goes to there to plead for assistance, and you see her get blown up. But the, but that's <laughs> all you know, the only scene you see her in in the actual movie. Yeah. And I hate that that whole thing was cut off. And like I thought when I saw that, I'm like, they just d- destroyed Coruscant. Like, what the heck? And it's like, oh no, it wasn't Coruscant. They it they should be. It should be Coruscant. <laughs> we talk about that. We talk about that in our episode that that it's dropped by now. But yeah. we talk about that. It should be Coruscant, but they didn't make it Coruscant. And you know they didn't because Kathleen Kennedy or somebody at, at Disney was like, but we want to have Coruscant in our pocket for when we want to use it later. So you got to blow up some other random ass planet. <laughs> I'm actually glad it wasn't because that would have really pissed me off, (laughs) especially because that's the whole screen time. You get it with no defenses. It just happens like what the heck. Mm -hmm. And I I felt, you know, you you see you see episode six, right? You see, you know, the rebellion win. You see the the birth of the new republic. And then just for it to be crushed in like one scene, it's like, wait a minute. I've been waiting since 1984 or 1983, you know, for this. And you give me one scene. I want to see what happened. The good guys won. I want to see. Well, maybe we're going to get some movies that take place in between this and Force Awakens. I hope so. That'll tell us what's going on. Maybe, maybe. Well, like, yeah, I episode. agree. We need to know. But I do I think, think that... I was going to say, I think Mandalorian Season 3 had that one episode that was like all on Coruscant, and I know some people didn't like it, and I loved it. It was, so it that was the best episode of that season. It was me. giving me exactly what I wanted to see. I wanted to see how the functions, what changed, you know, how are well, that was the, just... That was the Andor episode to me. That was the episode that felt like this is made by the people who made Andor. Like, it feels like Andor. Yeah. And oh, Andor, yeah. to me, is the best thing Star Wars has done since 1983, Tim. honestly. Just to go back real quick, you are you are right. The Shin's lightsaber is orange. Martok's lightsaber nice. is red, though. Oh, is it red? Okay. Yeah, you can tell his is red. You can tell hers is orange. Whose is red? Wait, no. Uh, Martok, the dead guy. Oh yeah, his is red. Yeah, you oh, can tell yeah, when you yes. see if oh, you yeah. watch it. You can you can kind of tell that hers is orange, his and his and Martok's is red, which makes and sense. So many Martok. people were pissed off at Martok, and I I kind of felt it was a scapegoat too. Like, is that Ezra? Who is that? And it just turned out to be like nobody well people thought well no martok was an inquisitor who dies in clone wars and people thought it might be kanan jarris people were thinking it's going to be ezra i didn't think it was either of that but then it turned out it's just she reanimated the dead body yeah. wait 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 wait. who are you talking are you talking about martok the, is the guy the with the face mask right that's with them for the little bit before they jump galaxies that they fight that he's a he's a sith inquisitor from clone why wars. would anyone have thought that was ezra or or kanan jarris people thought people that did. is theory but that was why? a theory online why did they before think they that revealed Kane and Jara should be running around with a red lightsaber. Well, people thought it was Ezra him. because we last saw Ezra with Thrawn and they're working together to get Thrawn. But he and maybe be over here. I thought yeah, no, that, does, no, that doesn't Ezra. make any sense. I, I'm not, but that's what people were saying. Right? Yeah, that's a, I'm sorry. I think that's a dumb theory. Like, dumb I was theory. like, well, this is clearly an Inquisitor. He's yeah. using a one of the like the Inquisitor, Inquisitor lightsabers. Weapon. Yep. Yeah, he's using the Inquisitor lightsaber. He's dressed like an Inquisitor. He's acting. Like, why would he be anything but an Inquisitor? You that's can also Google silly. the name Martok and find out the fucker's been dead. Yeah, well, that uh, that is like, I did not realize. So he was like a zombie? Yeah, he gets murdered in Clone Wars when they when Ahsoka fights Darth Maul for the first time and fights Vader and dies the first time. Oh, that's he right. dies in that in that arc. He does so Rebels, Mor- you mean, so Morgan Elspeth, like, was zombie? Oh, yeah, Rebels. Sorry, Rebels. Yeah, Rebels, sorry. yeah. Thank you, Barry. So, yeah, wait, so is it so he Morgan, was, he... Morgan zombie him or something? Yes. 
He was oh. the one that shows up in that one episode as like a third inquisitor, and like he's that's his only appearance. In the yeah, movie. and then he flies away, yeah. and then he dies. Oh, he flies away and dies. Yeah, okay. I didn't. You really never. See, he dies off screen, but in this, they purposely made sure you see when Ahsoka or whoever slashes him across the chest, you see the purple mist come pouring yep. out. I oh. never made the connection that that was the same not. character. Yeah, I, and I didn't catch that. Google. And I was like, because I Googled it because I was like, wait a second, I, Martok's been dead. Because I also watched Clone War, or I watched Rebels right before I got that episode. I had just finished watching all the Rebels. I'm like, wait a second. And you say Martok, and I'm like, that's my favorite side character from DS9. <laughs> What's the name of my rogue in World of Warcraft back in the 2000s? Martok, Martok. Who's Martok in DS9? It's not it's General not Mar- General Martok, one-eyed uh, Klingon general that adopts Worf into the house of Martok. Oh, yes. Disgraced. Yeah. Okay. He... At the, he becomes the emperor of the Klingon Empire in the last episode of DS9. God, it's such a good fucking... Oh, Worf kills Galron and makes him the emperor. Galron was an idiot. He deserved it. Yeah, Galron deserved to die. <laughs> fuck, Gal- fuck Galron. <laughs> but I... Anyway. I <laughs> anyway, like Martok. everybody. Martok's I like Shin okay. a lot. I like. I liked that they had I Martok. Loved Shin. I loved her. I loved... I, I like all the characters in this. I thought all the characters in this were very good. Same. And I'm completely... And especially after rewatching it twice, I am completely okay... With Sabine doing what she does, like we kind of talked about. but the, And then that scene yeah. when Ahsoka is fighting Balin, the reason why she loses is partly because she's she thinks Sabine is dead at first. Right. And she's not, I mean, Balin is, was a trained Jedi, and he's a, just a good fighter. And she only has one lightsaber in that fight, too, where she's used to fighting with two at this point. Yeah, does she always have to be better than everyone else? Like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's good. That p- creates stakes. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's nothing worse it's, than plot armor. Where it's like, yeah. oh, there's no stakes here. Yeah, exactly. No, I thought it was great. I didn't have any problem with that. I, I want to say my one of my, I think maybe my favorite character other than Force Daddy is uh, mm-hmm. is the I don't remember his name the 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 the, the droid Chopper. No, no, oh, Hewn, oh. Hewn, yeah, Hewn yeah. or how David, he's David voiced Tennant. by. Yeah, I didn't know that was yes. David Tennant. Oh until yes. we started recording this episode. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't, it didn't. See, the David Tennant I know goes, Jessica, Jessica. He, and then, he, he voiced him in Clone Wars as well. Yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Clone Wars animated, and he voiced him back then, too. What is David Tennant famous for other than, is there anything other than Doctor Who? He's in, he was in Jessica Jones season one. I don't know he's famous. Good for Omens. He's a, he's a purple, he's a man in purple. Mm-hmm. Purple man. Yeah, and he's yeah. in Good Omens, that's right. Yeah, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I know who David Tennant Me. is. Yeah. I think I mean, he's look in, at. It's funny if you I'm not a Doctor Who fan either, but you look at Doctor Who, you have, you know, David Tennant goes on to do Marvel with Purple Man and Matt Smith also goes on to do Marvel, but he does Morbius. So, you know, <laughs> well, wasn't yeah. um, and wasn't the the woman that plays Nebula in yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't she? Yeah, she was from it. Karen Gillan. From, yeah, yeah Karen, Karen Gillan. Yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah. Who Young. I loved Who Young. I loved everything about him. I loved his the, the acting, his lines, his humor. I like this like idea that he is ancient. I love the idea that he's like, like you know, he's like a he's like a like a giant tortoise, you know. <laughs> you know, if you've also, been around a giant tortoise and you're like, you realize like this thing's older than the United States, you know, that's crazy, or maybe not quite, but you know, it's like it, I like that idea of like you're like this guy that you're hanging out with, and you're like, oh, he knew like he knew Mace Windu's master, you know, because yeah. he talk. I think he mentions that, or he mentions like. Something like that. I thought I thought he mentioned something like that, like training, like giving a, a lightsaber to somebody. I don't know. I just I love that idea. He uh, he also tells it like it is like 
Sabine's like, oh, you think, oh, how do anything? Oh, you have the lowest force sensitivity of anybody ever. Like, no, yeah, there's no reason for you to be a Jedi. No, this is it's a lost cause. Yeah, I and, like that too. And he also says the, mean, he's just, or the phrase that that's never been uttered in Star Wars before, but is there all the time. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I love that yes, too. Love that. Love that part. That was really funny. My son loved that when he said that. I also love when Ahsoka at one point says, "If Thrawn come back, I'll be the heir to the Empire." And I'm like, ah. That was. Oh funny. yeah. yeah. Uh, I appreciate the little touches. I I was a little confused when Ahsoka when she's fighting Balin's go and he knocks her into the water. He kills her essentially. I mean, I know she couldn't die, but but like he she ends up falling into the the crossroads. I think is what they're called. Yeah. Like well, that. Well, it's, I think she fell the into the water between. and it knocked her unconscious. Yeah, and then she got pulled into the like space yeah. between or whatever but it's called. You'd be dead, other, but I guess she's already been dead once too. So yeah, she she was she was most likely knocked unconscious and close to death because that was a that was a big fall. And if you yeah. fall from that height into water backwards, you know, you're, it's it's you're gonna hit your head, the back of your head first. Yeah, I figure she was unconscious, floating in the water, basically. But I, I do I, I feel like she did visit the world between worlds or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. The world between worlds. OK, I couldn't yeah, remember. I mean, because that we don't we've seen it. We never saw it till Rebels where we see it. We only see it once in Rebels when Ezra finds it. And that's how he brings her back. Right. Well, that, was, that, that was part of the series uh, season four. It was all about uh, finding the door. And it took the, the father, mm-hmm. the daughter and the son to uh, to unlock the door between world between worlds. And that was where Palpatine is trying to grab him. Yep. But that's what this was, right? Because I've seen that from Rebels. I haven't seen that. Like, I've seen just, like, a clip of it. So I thought it was the same thing. Yeah. Like, I I, I think she's in her head. I think she's actually there. Because... Yeah, me too. She is. Because she's so deep underwater, she'd be fucking dead. Oh, is she deep when they find her? Mm. Yeah. You see her pull... pull, When they pull her up, they, they went pretty deep to get her. I figure she had maybe just sank whenever they pulled her up. But I don't know. Either way, yeah. When she was there, I figured she was actually there. I figured, you know, being, you know, a force user and all that, there's like a who, especially one who's been there before. Yeah. We also, you know, Anakin could have pulled her up into it, too. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we know that he's still around as a force ghost. He's not like gone forever. Yeah. Can we see him in the end of Return of the Jedi? (laughs) Exactly. 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 So not the version we should have seen. (laughs) I will still argue about that. I oh, mean, mean I don't think Sebastian Shaw would be doing this still, so No, but I, I just get upset that they that they changed so much in Return of the Jedi. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, well yeah, yep, the, yep, only yep. in like the special editions, which you know the only edition you can watch now, unless you have other ways. <laughs> the only edition they'll sell you. you the the laser dick the laser disc rips that have no edits but are are remastered are on the gold box DVDs and they're on Amazon for like ten, twenty bucks. Oh, never mind then. Okay, that's cool. Episode five surprised me. That's the one that has got to be the best episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And that's is where that... that's where she's in a different world. Oh, right. She, where she's she... in the world between worlds. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you have all the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, that's, that is very good. Yeah. That, Man, that, that was, was so beautifully shot, beautifully done. Like even like when Anakin's like approaching her when they're fighting the glimpses of Vader as he's you know, calling upon the dark side to fight her and, and yeah, see how uh-huh. she reacts to it. Like, it was so well done. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And how they changed they changed the actors playing her, depending on what yeah. time she's in. Yeah. Did you did cool. you notice that when she and he were fighting, their eyes changed? Like, Anakin's eyes became Sith eyes as uh-huh. he was pushing it, and so did hers. 
and that's what she was scared of becoming until she fought back. And like, I, I like that little subtle change they did. Same. I didn't see that the first time. It wasn't until when I rewatched it that I saw that. And just the fact, like a little thing, but they got the outfit and the hair right too for Anakin, which made me smile because it's. Yeah. They change it too. You get the hair from early Clone Wars, and then you get the hair from later Clone Wars. And I mean, small thing, but it, I, I really appreciated it. Yeah, no, it was really good. All those little touches, and I, I, I feel like there's something about like the actress that plays the kid version of her. She I did a good what, job. Well, yeah, I can't remember what it was. I feel like there is like some Easter egg there. She is also young Gamora. That's from, what it was. Yeah, that it's it's young, it's young Gamora from Infinity War. Yeah, and so she also was play- in. Uh, Barbie, the Barbie movie too. Yes, yeah, that's what that's what it was. Though is that she's she's got a she's got um, that she was young Gamora. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see a live action Clone Wars with her and Hidden Christensen. Same. Yeah, that'd be very cool. I and we had I we mean, finally Hayden got she's old now, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm assuming the age. I mean, they did the age. They had the age for this, but yeah, yeah. I would say just recast. As much as I like him, just recast somebody else. I th- I think so too. I think you don't have to pay all the CGI. But they won't do that. So ever since Solo, they're done recasting. Yeah, that's true. Look at all the shit that happened with Solo. Yeah, which we talked about too. And especially, especially after this episode and seeing the two of them together, there will be infinite comparisons. This was better. They should have kept this. You you have the internet, so people are always going to complain. But now they have a a voice to do it and a spot to do it. So it's it's almost like damned if they do damned if they don't they either yeah, do it with we'll cgi it. And with de-aging and it's going to be expensive and they may not do every scene perfect because you know there's going to be that one person that says the whole movie's great but in this one scene his you could see slight wrinkle here and it wasn't done well so the whole movie sucks and then you're <laughs> or they recast then you have people you know saying oh they should have never recast hayden was better why'd you do that why'd you do him dirty i'm not watching it i'm boy cut People, People are stupid. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans, and I believe <laughs> yeah. that. That is true, though. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, but it's such a good scene, and we finally got live-action Rex, too, which simple thing, but... Yep. Mm-hmm. And you had Jamar Morrison's voice. I doubt he's in the costume, but you had his voice, at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a nice, uh, nice little touch. I really and appreciated it, it. And I like that they went to the Siege of Mandalore, and he's like, I don't remember this. Yeah. like, yeah, because you weren't there. And <laughs> I love that. That was so good. <laughs> When she makes that comment. Well, that's because that, that takes place during episode three. I need to, I need to finish Clone Wars. I, I, the arc that I got to is, is the arc that I hate the most in Clone Wars is one with, that's about R2-D2 and the other robot, the other, like some of the other droids. And they're trying to go steal a plan with some little, little like frog guy that rides in a mech. And I hate that. Part. Oh, I hate that arc. That wasn't too bad. I just, I don't know why I hate it, but I'm on that arc and I, that's where I'm like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> I know I can so just skip. Not like you I'm never, forced you to never watched the end of Clone Wars then. I have. I, I watched oh. all of it once before. Oh, okay. I'm just rewatching it, and I hate this arc. Oh. And I just kind of fell off, and I need, I'm going to get back. I mean, after meeting Ahsoka today and talking about Ahsoka, I am going to finish it now. So That's good. And but, and I will say, like, Ashley Eckstein is fucking Ahsoka. Like, she has a hoodie. At the convention, she had a hoodie for Ahsoka. Her hair has dyed, like, blue and white. And I don't think that's just for the convention. And, like, her mother had an Ahsoka jacket on that was actually there. Like, she's Ahsoka, but, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I had to get that. But no, I just really love all the Clone Wars stuff, and, and I and I agree with you, Barry, like, just the way you see him change, like, the eyes, everything is all so well done. Yeah, and it's it's a good lesson, you know, it's a, it's a good teachable moment, and she she becomes stronger because of it. Yeah, and we, do we see Thrawn in episode five, or is it, in, no, not till episode six, six that we episode finally six. see Thrawn. Six, yeah. seven, eight. And yeah. 
I remember people were upset about that too because it took so long to see him. Yeah, but. is it um is it Jason Isaacs playing him in this or no? It looks like Jason Isaacs. It's the same voice actor. It's the voice it actor. The same voice actor from Rebels. No, Lars Mikkelsen is the guy who played it in in the sh- in the in Rebels and then came back in this. Oh, okay. So they they did the voice actor just yeah. play in live action. Oh, yeah. that's I'm sure. Which that's people it. complain because for Hera they didn't do the voice actress. They went and got. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which I'm o- okay with. Obi Wan Kenobi's wife, yes, yep. <laughs> but yep. and Ramona Flowers, so I'm okay with that. Like anything, if she's in it, oh, I, yeah, I'm I love happy. her. And she she sings she sings lead vocals on track eight or backup vocals on track eight of uh, Portugal Demand's debut album. So nice. Yeah. No, I I'm I like that they brought in the voice actor. I know some people say yeah. like, oh, he's got a little bit of a of a dad belly or a beer gut and. I guess he's eating well over there. I was like, well, yeah, everyone's dead. So, of course, he's going to, you know, who cares about that? He's He's been in isolation. Do you, it's not like he's got much exercise to do. What do you expect? He's going to eat. He has to survive. If that's your big complaint. Thrawn isn't known for being like a physical combatant anyways. He's a strategist. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a Stregobor in the Witcher series, in the Witcher TV series. I should watch that one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, he's really good in that, too. I was and just his, looking him up on IMDb. Especially, it, you know, watching Rebels works. and how he brought it, the character to life. It's like, yeah. oh, like that voice is so iconic now. And there was a it's, stupid meme going around where it had the Thrawn from Heir to the Empire original books. It had him playing 3D chess from Star Trek. It had Thrawn from Rebels playing chess. And then it had this Thrawn playing checkers. Like, this Thrawn is fine. Like, he just doesn't have the resources he had in Rebels and yeah, in what, anything what, else. He does quite well given the yeah. circumstances in this. Yeah. I liked him. I thought he did it. I thought he was great. I thought like he was like always like he was thinking like he's all he's very much playing checkers. He just or chess. He just and they, he won. Yeah, he won. He, he won. Out out and leaves them behind. Yeah. yeah. What are they talking about? Oh, because no one hates Star Wars more. And I was true. right. He he is the brother of Maz Mickelson. I'll say he looks so much like his brother, but yeah, he is. He's Matt Mickelson's brother. That makes sense then. Yeah. I also really appreciate like when they do get to the other, the other galaxy and the fact that it was like the whole reason why Morgan, again, I don't think it had anything to do with Ron, but like the night mother's talking to her and they make a comment. And I, I love how they're wearing the same red garb that you would see mother Talzin wearing in mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Also, like I was wondering why does Thrawn wait so many days before he leaves but again, the show explains it. I didn't catch it the first time where they have to load everything from the caverns and they're not loading like cargo. I'm pretty sure those are all bodies from the witches. Yeah, Probably. I think that's exactly people like pointed out that they're like clearly coffins. Yeah. And that's why it took three days and it wasn't his idea. They're like, you're bringing all this as part of our deal. We help yeah. you. You bring this. Yeah, exactly. And because if you remember when they get back to the Star Wars galaxy in quotes, they go right to Dathomir. That's yeah. their first stop. Right. They're just using him as an, as a means to an end. Yeah, I mean everybody's using everybody. That's how you do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense to me. I mean it's fine, you know. And Thrawn just wants to, you know. Thrawn doesn't really know. I mean he, you know, he might have heard a little bit of news, but I don't think he really knows what the hell happened. Yeah, I do like how they're like, yeah, the Empire's dead. Well, that's what they say, and that made me laugh. That made me laugh hard when they when when Sabine makes that comment to Ezra later on. Yeah. I also appreciated the stuff with Balin's skull a lot more when I realized rewatching it that he could give a fuck about Thrawn. He was like his whole point to bringing Sabine along. He's like, well, I'm going to honor. She could be useful. He don't give a shit. He's like, eh, she wants to go see her friend, bring her along. I have my own. I have my own reason. Well, he, he made a deal of her. And it he's not, in his and favor. That's it. he's not evil. 
But also, I think he brings her along because then it gives him an excuse to leave to go hunt her when he's not hunting her at all. Oh, yeah, that too. You know, that's, and I think that was true. partly what he was up to. Like, oh, send the mercenary. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I just, everything with Sabine was good on the other on the other end, like seeing her and and bringing Ezra back. Like, I like the actor they got to play Ezra. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah, he, he made me very, I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what Ezra would look like if he was in his 20s. Mm-hmm. Seems good to me. I, I, I will say my least favorite part of the entire series was the fight scene with Ezra. But in the seventh episode, I think where when he, he doesn't have a lightsaber, and he, just, where he does have a lightsaber and he's just jumping around and like force mm-hmm. pushing a bunch. It was goofy. And then where they're like, she orders them to kill him. And he's like, wait, wait. And the soldier's like, oh, OK, we better not do what we were just ordered to do. We need to hear this guy out real fast. And it just it annoyed me. And I was just like, I tried to like hand wave. I'm like, uh, he used the force on them. And that's why they didn't. She's also not their, their boss. Orders. Uh, they're under her command. They, I mean, she, they're doing what she tells them to do up until that point. There's no reason for it other okay, than it was, it's just bad writing. I mean, that's all it was. It's, it's okay. The show's, <laughs> the show's a solid eight out of ten. Like it's, it's they can have a bad scene here and there, but that was, I just thought that was a bad scene. I mean, that whole, that whole scene I didn't like, but that's okay. It redeemed itself in the next episode. I felt like. Oh, and to go back to the court thing because that's around this time. Oh yeah. I, I am also with you guys. I appreciate the fact that how that works and like mm-hmm. that the there I again I think it's gonna make them the move the seat when this is all over, I think we will appreciate the sequels more because we'll have stuff filled out. I mean, yes, it's right. Yeah, I mean still. I do think it's one of those things of like you make a mediocre movie and then someone someone comes along later with something that retroactively fixes it. It doesn't change the movie in the first place. It doesn't change you know what I'm saying? It's like people like Yeah appreciate Clone Wars more or the the prequels more because of Clone Wars. And it's like Clone Wars being good doesn't make the prequels good. Clone Wars helps you look at the prequels and be like, well, I can, you know, I can enjoy the prequels because now I've got a better explanation than what the prequels gave me. And I feel like, yes, this is going to give us a better, it's beginning to give us already an explanation of how we get to the sequel, this and Mandalorian. But at least I can enjoy the sequels more than maybe 20 years from now, (laughs) you know? Though, uh, to, again, I'm gonna say I like I like Force Awakens. I like Force Awakens too. Yeah, Force yeah. Awakens was the best of the three. Totally. Yeah, there'll be an episode you get to hear later about other Star Wars movies on this podcast. Right. There are other yeah. Star Wars movies, unfortunately. Yeah. But <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen either. I haven't seen eight or nine since the theater. It's gonna be interesting. I saw episodes. eight in theaters and was very upset. And then before nine came out, my wife didn't see eight yet. So I'm like, well, we got to watch seven, eight beforehand because that's why she knows what's going on. So I had to sit through eight again. <laughs> and at least nine I, uh, is better than eight. Oh, I, I don't know that I'd agree. With, I don't think, I mean, I don't think either of them is good, but I don't know that I'd agree. I think <laughs> nine's my least favorite Star Wars anything. Eight's it's, my it's, least it's favorite. Down. Eight's bad. Nine, I think nine's worse. I don't know. Nine has a couple of things. I try to always find something good in everything. I can find one or two good little bits from nine. I can find maybe three or four good little bits from eight. But yeah, they're, they're just both bad. But yeah. <laughs> don't worry, soon we get to have a whole talk about it. Oh. True, true, true. But um, think- but yeah, no, you're right. And that episode seven, that, that trial and that Senator Ziono or whatever his name is, like... There's a little snake, little snake who wasn't there for the, the, the Civil War. Harris, like, what were you doing during the Civil War? Like, what were you, you know, were you fighting? No. Oh, and funny Easter egg, like when this, well, funny thing that happened that is stupid, but I think it's funny. When C, with C, well, funny about Disney, C3PO, when he shows up and it's, they got the you know, original actor, 
they made him audition for that, and he got pissed. He's like, "Why am I auditioning for the role that I played?" Like, just <laughs> wait, they really made him audition? For yeah, it? they made him audition, and he got he and he tweeted about it at some point or something. But that's funny. I was thinking if Carrie Fisher wouldn't have died, they probably would have had her show up and just oh, be yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Man, 100%. that would been yeah, hundred percent. But it's it's sad. that that that's annoying. Like to audition, yeah, Anthony Daniels is C three PO. Like, yeah. The, he wants to play yeah. the role. Let him play the role. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Disney for you. Oh my god! That's but did I he have the, did he have the red? Did he have the red? Uh, was it? No, oh, that's was... later. There's a comic that explains when he gets it, and it's closer oh, okay. to Force Awakens. Oh, okay. That was the weirdest thing with Force Awakens because no one really cared about the leg, and he brings it up. Aren't you wondering why I have a red leg? <laughs> <laughs> you might yeah. go buy the comic that came out too, the one shot to explain why you have a red. Great if he had just looked right down the barrel and be like, check out the check out the comic from Dark Horse Comics. <laughs> <laughs> the city of Disney. I mean, that's the point of it. And sell new toys. That was the other point of it. No, Dark Horse is not. A, not. No, I know. I was joking. They they are actually again. They're so they're making Star Wars comics again. But yeah, they're not. But they're not owned, they're by, not Disney. owned by Disney. They're yet. owned by Embracer Group. Yeah, yeah. which is <laughs> Marvel Comics is owned by Disney. Yes. Yeah, I was saying. I'm worried about that Embracer part, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, so no, they're owned by they're owned by Dark Money from Saudi Arabia. So. <laughs> yeah. Not not wrong. Well, no, I mean that's a, that's what Embracer is. Yeah, <laughs> the just like the other stuff in the in the world, like because it, it's episode six or seven around that time when you see Ahsoka after she almost dies and come back after her talk with Anakin. I think he says something like "Your time's not up," and then doesn't he break the bridge and then she wakes up or that yeah. he breaks the bridge and then the Clone yeah. Wars? I can't. No, it's, yeah, that's what she wakes and then she wakes up. Yeah, one Jason's. <laughs> I was gonna say Jason Solo, but Jason. Uh, Harris' son is the reason why he even, they even find her, which I thought was cool because he has. I thought that was cool too because he has the yeah. force, yeah, like his dad. I love it. And I thought it was funny also that he just looks like a a human, but his hair is green. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, like, that's how right. he was in the uh, Rebels, though. Oh, is yeah, that how but... he was in Rebels? Oh, okay, yeah. They didn't, they <laughs> well, didn't he, they only show there. him as a baby, but or well, like that's, a young. That's good. To, that's that's funny though. The thing is, just like a human and a person with tentacle heads. With a tentacle head, just has a, a human looking. Well, that's as I mean, it's possible. It's fine. We don't know. We don't know how this the genetics of alien cross you know cross breeding works. It's just kind of funny to. It's just kind of funny to me. It is funny to me too. And honestly, if they didn't show him in Rebels, a lot of people might be like, "That's cheap. What the hell?" But because they showed him in Rebels as a young kid with green hair. It makes sense to it makes sense, have an right. older kid play him with green hair. Yes, totally, totally. Since he's in Rebels, I didn't realize that the, he. I I knew that. I, I I guess I did know that he was in Rebels because I remember hearing that. So he's in one okay. scene at the end. He's in one but he's scene still at the there. end. Of, yeah, right. So. And also another thing I, I want to bring up that I didn't really think about, but the internet pointed out to me when Ahsoka comes back after her thing, after her being dead, almost her pride being dead, essentially. She has the white, cl- she has a Gandalf white cloak on from then on. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm like, and I like the idea of her communicating with the whale. She's like, yeah, I don't know if this will work, but we'll find out. And she just, oh, I loved it. Go- I loved it. Is so, it is great. that, was that like a Lord of the Rings reference? Even? I don't know, but it feels yeah, like one. the white. Yeah, it feels like it had to be, right? Because she was wearing yeah. gray and she dies and comes back and she's wearing white now. Yeah. It feels okay. like it feels like a Lord of the Rings reference. I'm okay with that. No, no, I I didn't. It didn't bother me. I don't know why it would bother someone. Guess <laughs> like, why do, well, why do people go back to what Barry that? said? Nobody yeah. hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans. I'm a Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. I, I, I I'm a Star Wars fan. I am too. Horrible, da- we're... horrible damn sequels. I try. 
I also I think there's more meaning to why Balin Skulls destroys the map when they leave too more than like because I don't think he wants anybody to find what he's looking for either. Like, yeah, but I, yeah, but I mean, I, I also think yeah, he just doesn't want them to follow him. Like he's yeah, but yes, he doesn't want anyone to find what he's looking for. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do appreciate more that like because Ahsoka fights him a second time when she when after she travels to Wales, she gets back and when right. she gets back there, but this time she runs away kind of like she just. And she also has two lightsabers, and she holds her own against him this time. But right. one one thing that I appreciate about it is she makes a comment where she's like, I don't have to beat you to win. And then she leaves him, and he's like, well, I don't care about you either. I got my own problem. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just looking for the for the stuff with the with the gods. Well, she left because Ezra and Sabine were in trouble. Yeah. So yeah, I but, she, but she was just, she was fighting him to distract him. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I like how Thrawn's like, where is Balin? <laughs> When he when they're doing the fight, he's like, we would have won. I mean, he's like, we would have won had he been there. Yeah, and that's the thing. People like criticize, oh, you know, Thrawn's like playing checkers and such. Chess. No, like he 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 was. How was he to know that one of his most powerful pieces was going to leave the field without him? Like he didn't. I think he, I think he was totally like smart, and he didn't expect Balin to bail like that. I mean, even the most genius strategist can, uh, you know, get one over or or taken down because. Things are they didn't see. They don't yeah, see everything. Like that was that was completely out of his control. So exactly. Like, hey, sometimes emperors are even overthrown by little cuddly bears because they didn't expect it. You just never know. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Well, the emperor wasn't <laughs> overthrown. Speaking Storm speaking of speaking of Ewoks, yes. how do y'all like the little like uh, snail people or whatever they are? Oh, I thought they were great. Yeah, I thought they were great. I liked too. them. I liked them. It was a fun little bit of comic relief. Remind you, this is for kids. Appreciate the Lotho cat too in the first couple episodes oh, that didn't yes. last. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And it was real. It was a uh, animatronic. It wasn't CGI. Yeah, yeah. That's when that's when Star Wars is the best when they try to do when they do that kind of stuff. I mean, to speak again about Thrawn not being stupid, he has the whole fucking planet mined. So if anybody comes around, there's mines to stop them. Like, yeah. he's not stupid. Yeah, he's doing great. Internet just. I, I liked his um his uh his stormtroopers with their like hodgepodge like patched up armor and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Now, some people had problems with the zombie troopers where they were resurrected and fought. And they're like, oh, look, this is stupid now. And I'm like, well, it makes sense. There's also a book with that, too. I was, yeah, I was going to say, it's it's based off of the books. It's fine. And in Clone Wars, and when they come back to life, there's yep. a whole thing in Clone Wars where she brings back the dead. Isn't it in Force of... Oh, God, what the hell is that game? Fallen Order, you fight. Or Fall. Fallen Order, Fall Fall Order. Yeah. you fight. You fight zombies, don't you, too, in that? When you go to Dathomir? Yeah. yeah, you definitely fight like mindless, like guy. I don't remember if they're zombies or not, but you fight on Dathomir. There's like people who are just insane. Like they're they're like they're basically like zombies. It's been a while. They're like uh like ghouls from Fallout, kind of. God, it's been such a crazy year of video games. I forgot that the sequel came out this year too. Yeah, and I I played <laughs> it and I was enjoying it, but it came out like three weeks before Tears of the Kingdom, so yep. it just it got pushed into my backlog. I, I finished it before it. Tears of the Kingdom. I, yeah, I see. I didn't finish it in time. And so Tears of the Kingdom came out. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll be playing this game eventually. <laughs> and it was like Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy 16, Diablo 4, Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield. Mar- it was like, all right, well, I'll get to Sp- Spider-Man 2. It's like, all right, well, I'll get yeah, I'll get to my uh, I'll get to games at some point. Star Ocean, Mario <laughs> yeah, RPG. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Man, you gotta be like me and just play it's it nothing but old stuff yeah. and like, oh new stuff. That's nice. I'll get to that in ten years. Yeah, that's what I used to do. And now I'm just like, 
Oh, you're probably smarter than I am, but I have a podcast, so I have to try to make new games for every week like an idiot. But I am working new games in, actually. I'm trying to work in more new games. Like, I just nice. played Chained Echoes. By the time you're hearing this, oh, yeah. you already heard Chained Echoes, but I just mm-hmm. played that. I mean, that's newer. It came out last Great year. Game. Great yes, game. I didn't. No, that came I out. Could not that came get out. I think earlier this like early this year or maybe last year, yeah. No, it was last year. Sea of last, Stars this year. And Sea of Stars is amazing. Oh, Sea of Stars is this year, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I need to play eventually. Probably. Maybe next year. That's what I'm telling myself now. Next prequel year. Prequel to, to the Messenger Sea of Stars. It, it's in the same like universe kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, I think I think it's a prequel. I think it's about how the world got the way it is in the Messenger, but something like that. But I yeah, I need to play both. But that's but sure. but anyway. <laughs> but uh uh Elspeth gets uh that sword. How'd y'all what y'all think about like the green like magic sword i liked it I, i'm sure I a lot I, I can imagine a lot of people didn't i i, I was completely fine with it that's great mother talzin yeah. blade like they make a reference to mother talzin which why wouldn't people like it because uh, go back to what you said it just seems it no it i i can i can understand for a certain kind of star wars fan that specifically has only watched the movies that zombies witches green magic swords that like are made out of like green magical fire stuff. I can imagine that stuff being a turnoff for them. For me, again, as someone that, you know, as a teenager was reading books and comic books with the death of Mary witches and stuff in it, none of that stuff phased me at all. I was like, oh, this is cool. Completely cool. All I this. mean, Star Wars I can imagine. fantasy. Yes, I know. But it, but, but to a lot of people, it's, yeah. they, they prefer, they prefer it just like a little more, a little more sciencey than that, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I come on, it. it was it was only the first movie where you had the force and you had right. laser swords and you had telepathy. We can't. Well, God, green swords and, and witches is too far fetched. Give me that telepathy and communicating and seeing dead spirits. <laughs> I only want the science stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, hey, not, there are I'm, people I, out I'm not I'm not making that argument. I am saying that there's probably a lot of Star Wars fans that feel that way that are not like hateful. I hate Star Wars people. They like Star Wars, but this is maybe a bridge too far for a lot of them. The show, the show got medium reviews. It wasn't like this was like a acclaimed. This is the be- this is not Andor. This got this got like I think this reviewed kind of similarly to like Book of Boba Fett. Oh, I, I mean, don't I don't know. Like I might be wrong. I might be wrong I, about the reviews. I, I I did not hear anything good about this from anyone, but like people like me that like this kind of stuff. But I don't know. No, I'm looking at it. It was it was like an it was an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. That's not it's bad. It's a 68 on Metacritic. So you know. Oh, another thing I, I want to bring up. 86 on Rotten Tomatoes is better than the original Star Wars. So there you go. <laughs> For the some of the like one thing about Ezra, if you notice his chest plate is all looks like it's made out of dog tag. Mm-hmm. All the people mm-hmm. he killed. That was one thing I I, I want to bring up. Like the idea is if I also want I want something that explains to me. When they landed, how the fuck he got off and got into this planet. But that's, again, that's a me problem, not the show. I mean, keep it to me someday. Give me a comic. I will read it. But that's a me problem. Yeah, I was fine with that not being explained. No, I mean, it it doesn't hurt the show again. That's why I got, like, certain things are just a me thing where I just complain and want more. You know, thinking back about the me problem thing, (laughs) you mentioned about the fight with Ezra where he didn't take the saber and Mm -hmm. he was just using, like, force pushes. You know, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, take the saber, you know, go back, you know, Ezra with the saber, and he didn't. And I was upset. But then the more I thought about it is he didn't have his saber this entire time. So he had to figure right. out other ways to combat Thorne's forces. And that's how he did it. That's how he beat it. That's how he survived. So when you don't use a weapon for so long and you rely on other means, 
you're more comfortable with those means. And in a battle like that, which is life or death, you go with the method that you're more comfortable with right in the, in the current stage or a method you used to use, but you're still rusty with it. Yeah, I no, I, I agree that that it, I agree that it makes sense that he would do that. I think it looked dumb. Well, plus, I don't think it was dumb. I think it looked stupid. Had he, he looked taken goofy as hell jumping around and and doing his little like force push acting. <laughs> I thought it was badly choreographed and badly acted. I did not think it was dumb that he would do that. No, I well, mean, had I think he taken that made it back, sense. then what it was would she also hurt her self esteem too. You know, yeah, and though, he had, like, she had her hell, Mandalorian like weapons. So though. yeah, she had her Mandalorian weapons. And, yeah, but which I think she's it's better like, with. But okay, I'm. I think it's no. better storytelling for her to have the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That's it's better storytelling. It doesn't have to be realistic. It's better storytelling because we're seeing her grow. We're seeing her grow into having confidence as a Je- as a as a Jedi trainee, right? Yeah. As some sort, of, or as a for maybe not necessarily even Jedi as a force. Well, no, I guess it is Jedi. Yeah, I mean she's barely force sensitive, but she's still. It doesn't matter. We're seeing her grow and learn that she can be in that role in spite of not having very much power. So it's good storytelling that he lets her keep the lightsaber. That's fine. I just thought it yeah. was executed poorly. I like how he made his saber in the next episode, and he right. used something that only you know Kanan did with the, yeah. with the hilt. I was like, that's that's a nice full circle moment. Yeah, yeah. and is it established in because I know so Kanan Jarrus, his master, his master's master was Mace Windu. And that I'm is, not sure. Is it? Yeah. Yes. But I, is that in Rebels is, or is that established in the comics or something? That's I, only in the comics. Then. Yeah, that's comics. Because Rebels, they show his Rebels doesn't even show Rebels, his master. They don't show his master. His master is seen in the Bad Batch and in Clone Wars and Owen oh, Tales of the Jedi, which is really good, by the way, which is really good. So, yeah, yeah they don't... I, I looked it up. It's Depa Bilaba is his master is Kanan Jarrus's master who was killed in the first episode of Bad Batch. Bad Batch. And he was Mace Windu's uh, apprentice. That's cool. Or she, or she, sorry. There's, she there's a whole 12-issue miniseries for Kanus, or, K- or Kanan Jarrus in, in the comics that is canon, that I want to read at some point. You know, I might go read tonight, actually, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, Caleb Doom. Yes. But no, I, I like that they came full circle with, with that, and all, you know, with the lightsaber. And uh, that was really touching, because, you know, that's his master. I also yeah. just appreciated that he that he does build a new one. I appreciated how like Sabine keeps dodging the question when he keeps asking her stuff, but he accepts it because he again, he, you know, was with Sabine for four years, too. Yeah. You know, so he lets her have her secrets like, OK, you know, he's like you just you have to tell me soon. Like, we can enjoy this. Like, I know something's wrong, but you have to like yeah. give me more information. Yeah. It's also interesting that Sabine was not only trained by Ahsoka, but was actually partially trained by Kanan as well when she had the Darksaber. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two Jedi man, but uh, he didn't get very far because he's only around for the. She only has the Darksaber for a little bit. Yeah, right. but he still helped helped her begin working with it. Yeah. Yeah. She was my. Um, by the way, she's my favorite character in Rebels so far. Oh yeah. So I was awesome. really happy, and I thought the casting for her was great. It I is. loved it. the actress they picked for her. I thought did a really good job. I agree. Same. I enjoyed no, they, all the actors in this. I, yeah, I have no my, problem my, with the casting. My, really. Again, minor complaint that I completely understand why is I I feel like there's a bunch of times where but this is like a this is a thing just in superheroes things it would make so much sense for her to be wearing her helmet yeah but you know we need to see the actress's face so she's not gonna be wearing her helmet it's the same yeah when you watch the marvel movies and how much iron man's running around without his helmet on and things like that you know it's just it's how they you know it's it's 
It's how you do. It's well, fine. when he's running around, he usually has it on. When it's when he stops to talk, a lot of times he'll right. just take off the headpiece to talk, and then he'll you know jump away <laughs> and put it on again. Yeah, I I was fine with her not wearing the helmet in this. I mean, yeah, to what you said, but also it felt more of in Rebels. She takes it off a lot too, and that's anime. Well, that's she still takes it off a lot. That's true. It still felt there's a couple of times where I'm like, oh, she she almost died there, and if she had had her helmet on, like there is one time she gets hit in the back of the head. I feel like, and, and it's like, man, you. Too bad you didn't have your helmet. So I have a question. Are, the are either of you Yu Yu Hakusho fans? I watched the early season of it. Back I don't day. even. I don't okay, think that is. <laughs> it's an anime, anime from the 90s or 80s? 90s, I think. Okay, well, yeah, in America, sounds, the 90s. It sounds vaguely familiar right now. There's, there's a scene in the in the early stuff of Hakusho where they go up a tower and they're getting chased by zombies. And this scene felt so reminiscent of that <laughs> when you get to oh. the last episode. Oh, with going up the tower with the zombies. That's cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it's from the... Somebody out there would get that reference. But I, I love Yu Hakusho, by the way. I, I have all the Funko Pops to the right of me, all six of them. Or seven of them, whatever it is. But it, I love the show a lot. Like, I'm a big fan of the show. So I got really good... I got a lot of vibes of that, where they go in a tower and they're trying to rescue a girl and get there in time. And they're fighting zombies and stuff like that. But <laughs> here nor there, but that's what it made me think of as they're going to the tower. But I, I like when they finally get reunited, when when when, when Sabine sees Ahsoka again. She's like, you're alive. And Ezra's like, you thought she was dead? Like, I love that little thing. <laughs> that was so good. Just little touches. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I seen like seeing them fight together and like all the stuff with Thrawn. He's like, we can only he's like, we can only afford to send one, you know, or two TIE fighters. Like, we don't have the resource. Like, he's like, this is not important. All that matters is we leave. Like, it doesn't matter right. where they're like, we got to kill him. And at one point he sacrifices Morgan Elsbeth where he says, you stay here and you fight. And you can see that she does it, of course. But I feel like she does it because she's doing it for the great mothers, not for Thrawn. Right. Based on oh, her. yeah the way she looks and the way and things she says. Yeah. Also, no, I question. think that she does have some devotion to him also because he was like her. She, I think he, they give the impression that he trained her in some way to me. Yeah. Anyway. I got the impression that she was like a devotee of his, like that maybe he trained her in not forced stuff. Something like that. Tactics a, or something. Some, there's some kind of reference to it, I think. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, I was also going to say like, I had a question for both of you. My brain can remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to think what I what it was now that I, I had thought about that I wanted to mention, and now I can't think of it. <laughs> well, one thing, it felt very much like a video game, and I love that. Like, when they get to the tower, and oh, then yeah. Ahsoka's got to stay to fight Morgan Elsbeth. The other two have to go. Like, I love that. I'm like, I don't care that it feels video gamey or anime. I It's awesome. Like, I don't give a shit. Oh, I thought it was great. And I yeah, loved her like, fight. I loved their fight. Same. I, I, I loved how when she takes the she takes the mother Talzin sword and she when she kills her she slashes her and you see like the one burn mark from the lightsaber and one like green burn mark from the the Talzin sword because she <laughs> hits her both at the same time and I was like that's really cool looking like that's a cool little attention to detail. They were a good fight. I I yeah. really liked all the saber fights in this. I had no problem with any of them. Yeah, I know some I, I, internet did, but they're way better in this than when they when she. When, like I said, when she fought her in the Mandalorian season two, I didn't think it, it was like, it felt like a waste of such a good stunt actress. It was like such a poorly, like, just, it was not a greatly, it was not great. I thought it was good. I thought they were better in this, especially this one at the end was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all that. Oh, I know. Now I remember my question. When you guys were first watching the show, did either of you think Enoch was going to be Ezra at first when we first get introduced to him? Enoch. He's the guy with the gold mask. No, oh, no, I never did. No, okay, like, I, I would did. never think like, oh, why? But why? He's it's because Ezra. I like, thought that would be the perfect evil. 
well, I thought he was either killed or, you know, been manipulated to, to where he, you know, brainwashed and fighting for Thrawn. And they're oh. like, yeah, we know Ezra's not out there, so we'll send her out to go look for him. She ain't going to find him. I don't know. Like, Ezra is so pure in yeah, Rebels. That's, so purely good. I could not imagine him turning bad. That was my thought when I first saw it. I was happy to see I was wrong, but that was my first thought when I thought, you know, yeah. because he had the gold mask on. It just made no. me think that there was more to it. No, I assumed... I actually... When those like raiders showed up that first time, I thought it was gonna turn out actually they weren't bad guys and Ezra was like one of them wearing the mask. I thought that is, at first. Okay. Those raiders that, that I can like see. Way, waylay them on the way there. Yeah. Waylay. But but then but it wasn't and I was like oh okay never mind. But I thought that for a second maybe. But no no I I mean I don't know it never occurred to me that Ezra was gonna be bad in any way. I that's why like the idea that he would be. It was Marok, by the way, not Martok. I looked it up. I was like, "Oh, sorry," because <laughs> I did not hear anyone call Martok. Yeah, Marok. I thought, like, how? No, he's not Marok. But I, I, I can see that. I see what you're saying, though. I see what you're saying. I do. They do definitely. It's very much kind of a uh, a Captain Phasma thing, having like a cool looking stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, Ooh, what's his deal? What's going on with him? Or I guess that's a Boba Fett thing too, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. What's, I mean, that's, what's that's with weird. this? Uh, what's with this like green stormtrooper? I was fine. I mean, it was just, I liked it. I liked the way they communicate the holograms look a little bit, look different than what you're used to. They look, they feel like it's more of the night, which is magic mm-hmm. because it's just the way it does it. Like all that. I greatly appreciate. I mean, the, the scene when, when Ahsoka and them finally get to the tower and are running up the tower to confront Thrawn and stop him. And you have them freaking like when they, after they kill all the stormtroopers, all the night troopers and they all come back to life. Yeah. That scene was perfect. So fucking good. That was really good. I, I liked when they when Ezra jumps and Sabine like uses the force and helps him get across. I was like, there, she's getting it. She's getting it. It's really cool. And then she goes back to help Ahsoka, which I was like, also exactly what she would do. That makes sense. Yeah, I like how they psyched it and made it look like she had gone too. Yeah, and then she just shows up like, no, I'm here. I'm staying. That was good. Staying loyal, staying loyal to her master. Yeah, I love it. You know, and then and, you know, it all kind of come back to what Hayu, uh, the robots, uh, the droid said earlier, where he's like, "You two stick together. You do better when you're together." Right, which is like also what he had said about her and Anakin, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't. Or he, I only remember they should. That was like a theme that she should have stayed with Anakin. That's like her thing is like yeah. if she had stayed with Anakin, if she had stayed by his side instead of leaving after her trial, could she have maybe stopped him from turning to the dark side? You know. No, because he was all al- written, but yes. <laughs> well, but but right, I right. But I mean, real like because it's like because he was all alone and isolated, and so that's how. Like, if anybody had just taken, like, if if Mace Windu had just been like a little nicer to Anakin, <laughs> you know, or if they just like, would have not like threatened to kill Palpatine at that moment, like little right, things or, they could have done to stop all that, but. or just talk to him, <laughs> been like you know, just like yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, one scene that we didn't talk about, but I, I, I want to go back to in the first episode. Uh, when you first get introduced to Balin Skull on that rebel ship when they break out Morgan Elsbeth, and right. he's like, you're not Jedi, because they use an old Jedi code, and then he, I, I love that, when they just murder everybody. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good, that was a good introduction. Mm-hmm. I, I also oh, that, that introduction was great. Yeah, it was all, great. All the Haiyang, or Huyang, however you say his name, the droid. All yeah. his references to like what the Jedi protocols were, I I appreciate all that too. I thought that mm-hmm. was just very humorous. Where it's like oh, Jedi yeah. are gone, buddy. <laughs> but I get it, programming. Yeah, he's saying Jedi protocol says that we should do this or that. Yeah, I wanted it, more Hera in this, more Hera and Chopper. Yo, definitely more Chopper. Oh, Chopper needs more Chopper. 
I especially think will be that. Yeah, I, I still felt I feel I would have loved to have seen like a lot more Hera. Like I would have liked a longer season where we get to see more of what's going on with her. As long as we get a season two, I'll be okay. I will be pissed if we don't get a season two though. I I mean I feel like they they will you know eventually. Yeah, it's not. Well, I heard they're they're going to end everything with like a movie, like a yeah a Mandoverse movie. I know there is going to be a yeah yeah that's what um what's his name from Swingers said. <laughs> My brain's I'm not fine with that. I mean, if we get like one more, like we get another season of Soka, we get one more season of Mandalorian, we and then they go into a movie, right? Yeah, I'm fine with that. But I need another. I need at least one more season of Ahsoka before we get to a movie. Like, yeah, I need- well, I think that's what they're going to do. I think there's going to be a season of Ahsoka, a season of Mandalorian, and then there's going to be a yeah a, a movie that'll bring it together. Though I'm betting it's a mostly a Mando movie. I, I <laughs> doubt Ahsoka is going to be a super big part of it, but I don't know. Unless it's going to be them fighting Thrawn. Yeah. You know, that's what I, I think. I also like the fact that, like, if Sabine, because when I was rewatching this the second time, I thought about it. Had Sabine not come back, Ahsoka would have died. Right. Yeah. So I right. thought that was good, like, that you do have her come back. Yeah. Favreau, the- by the way, John Favreau, who I was trying to think of. Oh, John Favreau. <laughs> John Favreau said they're getting one more season of Mandalorian and then a movie. He said he's already written both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I also think the fact that Ezra is the one that gets home is the right. Oh yeah, good. I, that was good because that's perfect. He needed to go home. They have stuff to do on this planet, but he needed to go home. And him seeing er- Hera for again, and where he's like, "Hera, I'm home." Like, it's yeah. so good. And they're all ready to shoot him, but Chopper can you know tell that it's Ezra. Am I am I am I remembering correctly, or did he say that he was? Did he do the Jabba joke again? Oh, he did in this. No, okay, so that was like a joke. People were saying that he should have like identified himself as Jabba the Hutt. That would have been funny. That would have been very funny. It would have been funny to people that watch Rebels and everyone else would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that would have flew over well with people other than us. Call like, me Jabba. <laughs> I do like that, but it shows them show up in a ship that isn't an Imperial ship, I don't think, not no, one that I recognize. No, it, it looked like no. a Lambda-class cruiser to me. My guess is he just stole it off the Star Destroyer when they jumped and it yes. just left. Which I'm fine. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a it was a lambda. I mean, was it not a lambda shuttle like what they fly in? That what Darth Vader arrives on the d- second Death Star on and yeah, what the, I thought it was one like, of those. Yeah, that's no, what it, it was. It looks a little different. I think I think it just had its, it's not the white. Out. It's not the white shuttle that I'm used to. Well, it was gray because it was from Thrawn's. It was an older thing. version was, too. Yeah, you have to remember the one that Darth Vader showed up. It was during Episode you know six. Right. So when Thrawn. <laughs> you know, had the shuttles, it was, like, before that, too. So it was probably, like, four years before that. So they might okay. have changed them since I then. I mean, you guys are right. The wings are the same. It's just the cockpit is different. It's circular-shaped and not... Which I just sent a picture in the chat for you, by the way. But <laughs> it's a little different. So that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's it. I really so appreciate that it's Chopper that realizes that it's him. And it's just... It's so good. I think he says... I'm watching it right now to see what he says. But I'm pretty sure he said, I'm home. Yeah, he says, Hera, I'm home. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he says. And they absolutely can't leave it at that. But, you know, this also changes things like for the sequels, like where is Ezra during that time? We know Ahsoka's dead, but where is Ezra? Oh, fuck, she is dead, isn't she? Well, yeah, she talks to Ray at the end of Nine. <laughs> With the original voice actors and not Rosario Dawson up. Correct. That's true. She does. Though, though. I mean, does that... Yeah, I guess that, that definitely means she's dead, right? By that point, yeah. Which again... I'm sorry, it was like, is there some other way? It's like an echo of her in the force. No, there's just 
there's no good explanation for that other than that she's died by episode nine. Or they just act like that movie never happened and retconned everything. That, that works too. <laughs> or well, the special edition removes her her dialogue. <laughs> dialogue. That's it. Yeah, I like the the meme of that where they they put in Mace Windu is like kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> just add that in. Make that meme a reality. Oh, that would that's what it should be. Or hold on to your butts. Something. Let me come on. <laughs> Plenty of lines to go with. I'm tired of these yeah. motherfucking Sith in this motherfucking galaxy. Something like that. I'd be all right, you know. <laughs> but no, I, I hope. Yeah, I hope she isn't dead. I, but I guess maybe she has to. She be. eventually dies anyway. Like everyone dies eventually. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the the timeline of when. Um, it's twenty some years after this. So she lived a, a long life. Then. I mean, it's not. She shouldn't I mean she's like ten when she's in Clone Wars for the first time. So that so would be, she's her her birthday is thirty six bat- years before the Battle of Yavin, and this is so like nine years. After this is nine years at this is nine years after Indoor, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And and, and the original Star was about four years in between Yavin and something Endor. like that. It's not very yeah. long. It's it's four it's four years between Yavin and Indoor. Yes. So so she's like forty nine. Yeah, not that old. Yeah. Well, during this, but then take another 20 years, at 69. So it should, yeah, so should be around 70. Yeah, it should be around 70 at the by episode 9. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I mean, depend, we don't know how long Togrutas live. Yeah. Eh, maybe they'll kill her in the end of something. Yeah, I mean, they, at the time of the writing, and when that movie came out, had she... No, Rebels already been done, so they already saved her, so they knew, so... But then again, who the fuck? They were probably like, fuck you, Dave Fioni. We don't we're doing our own thing until <laughs> they're like, well, our own thing didn't work. Everybody hates us here. You do your thing again. OK, the I, I do like how in the ending, everyone has their own part. Ezra gets home to Hera. You have right. Thrawn arrive at Dathomir with the witches and all the coffins. And I can't wait to see what goes on with that. Right. Uh, one scene of Balin's skull, which I didn't catch this standing on a statue of the the, the father, father, I think. Yeah, the father and yeah. the brothers to to his to his left and the sisters to his right, but the sister's head is broken off. And oh I, yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah, and then you, you have, look back at that scene, you'll see the three of them. Yeah, I just saw the one that he was standing on. You have ah Ahsoka and Sabine at the camp of the little naughty the little hermit crab people, and she sees the yeah. ghost of Anakin, right? Which I appreciate. You have mm-hmm. Shin Hadi running to the bandits for some reason, I guess, because she had nowhere else to go to lead yeah. them. Oh, that's what it was. To become a warlord. Yeah, I think she's going to lead them. Okay. And I'm betting in season two, it's going to be around the third or fourth episode, they're going to leave this planet and she's going to go with Ahsoka and Sabine, possibly as their their prisoner, maybe as a stowaway. But I'm betting she gets back to the regular Star Wars galaxy. Okay. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Because we know Ahsoka and Sabine have to get back. Yeah, we know they have to get back. And yeah, I'm betting... I'm betting that she gets back. Either they capture her and they bring her back, or she comes as like as she stows away on their ship without them knowing. That's my guess. And I'm guessing three episodes in. My that's my 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 bet. But I get I'm betting we get at least one episode of her leading those bandits and fighting Ahsoka and and Sabine. You also get one scene with with Thrawn when he's heading to Dathomir where you see how many coffins are right. in that ship. A lot. Yeah. And all I could think of was Indiana Jones. I was like, oh, got, I bet they got top people working on that, huh? Top. <laughs> top man. Oh, I love that. It wasn't until I watched Family Guy when the Family Guy spoofed it that I like. I think it because I think it was I was too young when I first saw it. Didn't compute. I'm like, oh no, I get it. Yeah, it's a good ending. I was bummed because I'm like, damn it, I want more. No, yeah, That's I thought it was kind of a good. I thought it was good ending. I thought the show got better as it went too. The first, I thought the first couple of episodes were 
they were they were good, but they were a little weaker. But then it really picked up. I felt like starting with about the the maybe the the fourth the fourth episode where they they get to the planet that uh, not the not the the planet where they where they use the map. Yeah. Oh, that's the third. That's the third episode, I think. Yeah. So it was really I think it was just maybe the first episode that maybe was a little shaky for me. I think it really picked up pretty fast. See, I liked the first episode because of the whole Lothal and seeing the ceremony and, and yeah. like the the highway and like there's so many callbacks to Rebels. Mm-hmm. So I really liked yeah. that. Yeah, I I, li- I liked it mostly. I'm glad. No, it was, it was definitely. Back. I I think it's one of those shows that if you enjoyed it the first time, you're going to continue to enjoy it. If you didn't enjoy it the first time, you probably will start to enjoy it over subsequent viewings. And if you hated it, you're probably always going to hate it because you're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I I just I just want to say I can imagine a lot of people that are just like Mandalorian fans not liking this very much being kind of like medium or being kind of medium on it especially after the first couple of episodes. Well, because they don't know all the characters and it's like well, where are all these right. characters? It's like exactly it's like, like I, I like I follow some podcasts of people that are good content people who watch a lot of stuff but they aren't big like Star Wars nerds and they've all like have universally been like yeah Ahsoka's not good they, they don't like it and i'm like well i can see if you're not a star wars fan that this would not really be for you but it to me it feels like coming into the middle of a show and be like ah, i don't get this it's like well exactly. there's homework yeah. for this one and that's that's fine but it is definitely i don't think it's super approachable for a non for someone that's not I, already I, a fan of these I things i agree with that i remember back yeah. in 2012 for example my mom went to the theaters with her boyfriend to go see avengers and she came home <laughs> after an hour and I was like, you're back soon. She's like, yeah, we walked out. I'm like, well, why'd you walk out? She's like, well, we didn't understand it. I'm like, well, did you watch the other five movies first? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, duh. That's why <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch the other movies first. Um, so it, I get that. Like, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, you haven't watched Rebels, and you haven't watched at least a summary of the events, you're going in to the middle of the story with right. characters you have no idea and no attachment to. So when you see things like the Loth Cat, you look at it and you go, okay, as a cat. But when you watch Rebels, you get a connection to the characters, to the Loth Cats. And then you're like, oh, cool, there's one in, in live action. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, you see the mural. It's like, oh, the, the feels come back versus I have no idea who these people are. I could kill us. Right. I, I th- and I think, I think there is something to be said, though, for a, sh- a show being able to stand on its own a little bit. Like, you could watch um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade without ever having seen, you know, Raiders or uh, Temple of Doom. And I mean, that's that's like my second favorite movie ever. And I, I think I saw Raiders like 15 years after I saw that, you know, or, or well, maybe 10 years after. That's almost apples and oranges, though, because you're talking about the third movie, but with a very with a small cast of rotating characters. Really, only right. Indiana Jones is the re- recurring character. Right. Here right. You're well, talking about a bunch. Well, and, of- right. Right. You get once you've seen Raiders, you're like, oh, OK, now I understand who Marcus Brody is. Now I understand who Sala is. Now I get the joke with Sala and. Yep. Uh, I get and oh and him and and now I see why it mattered that Sala met Bro- like Sala had never met Brody before so it's like these two characters from the series getting to meet each other I I get it but I I do think there is something to, I think a like you could watch Mandalorian without ever having seen anything Star Wars and still really really enjoy it I think you could watch Andor without having seen Rogue One and still really enjoy it easily without one but but Man, I feel like it's a prequel too. Well, yeah, but I feel I feel like with this show, if you've never seen at least a little bit of Rebels, it's gonna fall a little flat. Yeah, well, Dave Filoni flat out said it, this is Rebels season five. <laughs> right, right. It's not but, wrong. 
But I and I can also see the thing of that Rebels is for kids. I mean, it's for older kids and it's got some mature stuff in it, but it's definitely for kids. I enjoy it. I can enjoy something for kids, but I know a lot of people that aren't interested in watching that. And it's not that they're they they can watch animation, but that's not their thing. So I I can imagine not liking this and still not being like a hateful, oh, I just hate Star Wars stuff. Like I could definitely feel that way. Like I feel like you could watch you could watch The Force Awakens and you might enjoy it more if you haven't seen Star Wars. But <laughs> But, but yeah, no, I, I do think there's something I do think there's something to that, that a show should be able to stand on its own a little bit. And that's why I wouldn't make that. I wouldn't rank this a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's good. I enjoyed it. But okay. that's just my, my two cents on that. No, I mean, I the go on what Barry said this. This does feel like, unfortunately, season five of Rebels, which I'm fine with. But well, and that's only unfortunate if you don't like Rebels. And if you yeah, give well, Rebels a chance, you'll see it's yep. this totally my, worth it. My plan for this experiment was to have my wife watch Ahsoka season one, even though she's never seen any Rebels or Clone Wars, but that her reply was no. So I didn't get to find out the experiment, how it would go for somebody. <laughs> I put it on. She's like, we're not watching this. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> what else? Come on. It's only eight hours out of your life. <laughs> not even. I think some of the episodes are like right. 35, 40 yeah, minutes or whatever. Yeah, I'll say they're actually more like 35 minutes, I think. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the, uh, the effect I, I, I got when I tried but we should i think we said everything we need to say other than we should go to shelf stacker box all right let's go to shelf stacker box and barry what about you oh shelf love it absolutely i i love rebels i love this i love the the world and the universe and star wars in general and i'm excited to see where it goes and it's it's one i can't wait for them to honestly put on you know blu-ray so that i can buy it and and have it on my shelf my real shelf i mean they're starting to they're starting to slowly but, you know, eventually, you know, in two, three years, maybe we'll get it. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they're smart enough to realize, like, they have to do that if they really want to make, oh, yeah, make money off it. But we'll see. We'll see if they're smart enough. I wouldn't bet on it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'll go next. I'm going to put this on the shelf also. I really, really enjoyed this show, and it, it got me more into Star Wars than I expected. And I have went down rabbit holes with Rebels and I watched Tales of Jedi, which I wasn't going to, but I had to because I needed more Ahsoka. And yeah, I just I, I love this show. I thought it was so good. So I'm so happy I finally got to watch it. So yeah. Oh, what about you, Carrie? I, you know, I'm kind of undecided between stack and shelf. I, I did enjoy it. I don't know that I'm going to rewatch it, but I might rewatch it when the second season comes out. So I. I think it's it's a stack, but it's 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 near the top of the stack. Okay. I I really hope we get season two sooner than later, but I feel like it won't. The earliest will be twenty twenty five. If we're yeah, lucky. I feel I feel like it's a twenty twenty five, almost definitely. If we're lucky, especially like, with these strikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, because right. the strike's not the strike's not done yet at the time of this recording. Yeah, right. Yeah, at least the early November. Ones, the writing. The act, the, yeah, the writing one's over. The actor was still going. So yeah, it's it's. I, I feel like the plan was probably this is the spring Mandalorians the fall at one point and then or not spring. But well, I guess fall. I'm sorry. Fall and spring. I mean, backwards. Uh, yeah. But, but now I think it's going to be more like one year we get this and the next year we get made. So I think Mandalorian season three, if the strike ends soon, we'll get late 2024. Mm-hmm. And then this will be. Yeah. Season four. Sorry. And then this will be late 2025. That's if everything continues to go as planned or starts going as planned again. Yeah, I, I hope they can get that shit figured out. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm just I'm worried. Are we ever going to get an Andor season two? Yeah, yeah, we there. They 
they already have it mostly done. Oh, do they? That's good because that that's what I really want to see next. Because they said Andor season soon. one was like over the course of a year, and then Andor series two, every episode is a year, leading right into the beginning of Rogue One. Oh, so amazing! I I think I honestly I like Andor possibly more than Mandalorian. Mandal- I love Mandalorian. Andor is really good. It's, I, it's just so good. It's just so good. And that is also, I think, a thing is like if I was comparing like this is way below Andor for me, but it's way above Book of Boba Fett or freaking Obi-Wan. You know, <laughs> it's way it's you know, it's it's way above like most of the Marvel series they've done, you know, on Disney Plus. So it's not I'm not I don't mean to like rank it low. It's it's still pretty high up for me. It's just it's below. It's definitely below Mandalorian and, and Andor for me. But that's a high bar. Yeah, that is a high bar. Yeah. And that's a fair high bar. Yeah. You won't hear me. I mean, I know some people bitch about Andor, but Andor was really damn good. Okay. I, I don't. Different yeah, I can't understand. I don't understand people that don't like Andor. Like, that's just so good. Just... I have to quote Barry again. Star Wars fans just hate Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just Andor wasn't Jedi and they wanted. It's like we have enough Jedi. It's fine to have something not Jedi. So, yeah. Did did Andor fan? I mean, did uh, Star Wars fans mostly like this other than like incels mad that women exist? Oh. I don't. Uh, I think mostly they do, but I think you know. I think it's I, I think the negative stuff I've heard from this has been from people that are just no, that aren't like big Star Wars people that are just like TV people. Yeah, like oh, women running a show. What the hell? <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, not that. I no, no, no. I mean, people that like the 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 stuff I was saying that it requires you to have watched like four seasons of a cartoon and stuff first. I haven't heard I haven't heard Star Wars fans bitching about it except for the the standard like why are women in my Star Wars people. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there are those idiots, so. Yeah, I wish fuck those people. But <laughs> well, I'm glad that we finally did this. I I'm, I'm also glad that I took like a like we fin- this ended and I another month or maybe maybe a month close to half a month. I ended up yeah, rewatching this whole thing in a week and and I'm glad that in in just me not planning everything worked out. It was the same day I met Ashley Eckstein. So Eckstein. yeah, that's so cool that you met Ashley Eckstein the same day that you were recording this, which wasn't that was awesome. planned. That's the best part. It wasn't like, I mean, again, I make the damn schedule. I could have easily planned this, but I didn't. I just, it just kind of, it just happened. Now you got to meet Rosario Dawson the day that you record us. Rebel. I am. <laughs> a re- I mean, oh, I yeah, Rebels. A Rebels or if she Clone came Wars to one. a convention, I would meet her. But I don't know if she's going to come to a convention that I go to, so. No. Probably not. I Probably mean, there not. have been big actors have come to Twin Cities Con. I mean, Char- Charlie Sheen came to one of them. I didn't <laughs> go see him because I'm like, I'm good. I mean, other people, fucking William Shatner came too, and I was like, "I'm good. I love Star Trek, but I'm good. You stay right over there, buddy. I don't need to. I don't need to waste money to go see you." No. So I mean, we do get some big actors at, at Twin Cities Con cool. in Minnesota That's cool. in the last few years, but yeah, it just depends on if it's somebody I actually care enough to go see. And and I waited three hours for Ashley Eckstein. So hey, that that I almost told her, I'm like, you know, I waited three hours to meet Robert England too. You should be impressed. But I'm like, I don't want to say that. But I thought about it. <laughs> She might have been impressed. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So, all right. And Carrie, where can people find you at? Hey, so I am on Twitch and YouTube is Carousetta, K E R O O S E T A. You can watch me modify and repair video game consoles and play video games as well. Uh, haven't been on it a lot lately, but definitely check that out. Right. And Barry. You could find me on Twitter, uh, Blue Sky, and Fuse at Hawk Hellfire. You could also find me at NintendoFuse.com as well as premiumeditiongames.com, where you can pre-order our latest series of titles and pick up a lot of games already in stock. Right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 550 episodes of this podcast, and 
I don't even know how many Star Wars episodes there are out there for you to go listen to, but there's a lot. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you can find all our work that we do on Podbean because we have a giant freaking catalog on Podbean. So definitely go check that out. Uh, you all, If you want to support the show, there also is a Patreon we have. You can, for as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon polls. You'll see a link in the show notes to that too. Every month we have a different one to affect the show that will come on the show. <laughs> and if we do have a Discord, please join Discord and chat with us. You'll see a link in the show notes to that too. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. You can follow her on TikTok and you'll see a link tree to all her stuff that she does. Also, just shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me, started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out and check out Nomads of Fantasy. You'll see a link to show notes of everything I just mentioned and, and what the other guys had mentioned. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube. Audio only, but we are on YouTube also. I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Later.